Panda, we are live. Welcome back to episode 15 of the Degenerate Report, where we have two co-hosts besides me, those being a Jub from Happy Operas and a Max from Universe 25. Yay! Yay! And then it's two... Yes, you are the guest. So if people haven't seen you in a long time. It's been like three weeks where I've been so lowing everything. So uh-huh. where where have you been, Big T? I got married. I've Big been collab. getting married. Well, not for three weeks. I got married and then we went on a – well, we were going to go on a honeymoon. Then the wife got sick. So then we canceled all those hotels and then we went on a different honeymoon. So – I've been busy, so, a busy, busy bee. So you told us that, but but how does that happen? Like, because I remember getting a text at like two a.m. being like, "So, so uh, we drove like six hours, but we're turning around." Dude, we drove like, dude, we drove a long time. Not even like it was more like ten, ten maybe. Like I live in, I mean, Jeb lives on the East Coast. Like I live in North Carolina, and we drove like all the way almost to Connecticut. <laughs> like we drove Ooh. a long way and then ended up turning around and driving back to DC. I, I was in the car driving from like 8 a.m. till 2 a.m. Like I was in the car literally all day. Um, yeah, the but, wife got really sick. She got really sick. So then we came home. Um, where we so, like, drove back. so, so ten, 10 hours going there, you, your, your newly wedded wife says, ah, no, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> Let's go back. So, 10 hours back, so like 20 hours round yeah, trip. Her, yeah, round trip. I mean, she was sick before we left. I just thought she would she would beat it in the car, and that didn't happen. <laughs> this is so, the first step of the marriage. Yeah. 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 No, dude. Dude, being sick and driving up the New Jersey Turnpike is really like, we'll, we'll test you. Like, the New Jersey Turnpike on the East Coast is by far the worst road I've ever driven on in my life. Yes, like, and sucks. I've ridden around the car in, like, Houston, and Houston's terrible, but the Houston's New Jersey the Turnpike worst. was, dude, it was, it was insane. Like, you can't even get off of it. Like, you're, like, you pay to get on it, and then you're, like, stuck on it until you drive up yeah. it. It's so insane. Bro, it's, um, the people in New Jersey and the people in Connecticut all drive, regardless of where you are in their state, they drive like they're in the middle of the city. They're the fucking worst. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. It was wild. But the, overall, the wedding went really well. Everything went well. Um, I didn't fight anybody. No one got in a fight. Did <laughs> pretty good. Everyone got drunk, had a good time. Usually, uh, when people get married, uh, the, because there's like so many factors going on, usually like something bad happens. Did anything bad happen at the wedding? Yeah, Ooh, wedding or be for it, like the. Planning, like oh, oh, there was like a, a lot of like little things. Before. There was a lot of like little things that went wrong. Like we, like we all had like matching ties, right? Like me and the groomsmen, but like we all, like we all got tuxes, but we got like our own ties because I didn't want to get the ties from like the the tux place. So we all bought ties, but then when we got there, like all of the, like I obviously stayed with all the guys the night before, and all the girls stayed together, and they had all of our like tuxes. They like steamed them and had all the ties and stuff. So when we got there, they were supposed to have them. And we were, like, one tie short, and we couldn't find it anywhere. So, like, I didn't have a tie. All the groomsmen had a tie, but then I didn't. So, like, everyone was running around digging through, like, big totes of stuff, trying to find it. Um, 
And we ended up just, we ended up finding it somewhere. I think it was like under a table in a box or something like that. But it li- literally like 30 minutes before I got married, I couldn't find my tie. Like no one knew where it was. Um, what else when, happened? When, Little stuff like that. Like shit gets lost and you can't find it and everyone's like running around trying to find something. Um, stuff like that. When, when my parents got married, so much bad shit happened before. Like the, the, the wedding venue where they were supposed to to have it they went went out of business and then what the fuck? not not the wedding venue but but the the like after party venue and then then on top of that my mom's wedding dress got a huge like hole in it like a huge gash in it then yeah, then that's like rough. my my dad's dad his car got like flooded so so like he like barely made it there, so but the, the wedding ended up going well. Then they, yeah. they went to a motel. They took took over the motel, so. But that's so like the that's like, like that's the kind of that's the kind of stuff that makes for like good stories, you know, yeah. like everyone running around trying to sew up a hole or like trying to find a tie. Like that's what that's what like makes a good story. Um, yeah. It was a good time. Though. So, time. so, so, kind of going off of that, you, 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 you obviously like learned that she is the person for you. When did you realize that? Like, at what point in like our relationship, or like, yeah, asking uh, for a friend. Um, yeah, deep I need to know. We've been recording five minutes. Um, I would say probably like. I mean, honestly, like, it was really quick, probably, like, a month or two until, like, when we started dating. I feel like yeah. it, like it's really, like, cliche, and I'm going to sound like, a, like everyone's going to, like, make fun of me. But, like, I feel like when you know, it's just, like, a feeling you get. Um, yeah. And it's just, like, yeah, like, she can do everything that I'm not good at. And then, like, in areas that, like, we need to, like, really, like, agree on things, we do. Like, I can't fix anything. Like, if, if our TV mount breaks, sorry. Like, I'm going to just get someone to come hang a new one. Like, she, she hangs up all of our TVs. She built our, like, dining room table. Like, she does everything that's, like, really handy, and I do everything that's, like, on the computer or, like, involves, like, numbers, stuff like that. You know, there's, like, little things where, like, you just, like, complement each other really well. Maybe I'm just a bad judge of character, but back when I dated <laughs> my ex, I felt the same way maybe a month. And Max, so you've been dating your girlfriend <laughs> For a long, long time. How uh, long? How long is long? Four, four years. Three, yeah, three years together, four years we know each other. Oh, yeah, it's time to get married. Does so, that count as long? I don't know. Not in this market, uh, though, yeah. Never mind. Not in this market. getting there. Just <laughs> maybe a win it goes back up to three and dollars. Yeah, yeah, then we, you get married. We, we moved in right the day of lockdown. So if you want a test of relationship, we were yeah. like locked in together from day one. So but we... It worked out fine. We were, we actually, you know, had a good time. So, so overall, it was good. But I can imagine if we weren't meant for each other, you know, in that way, it would have been a messy yeah. situation. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> so like, even moving out wouldn't have been possible. So it was like you're stuck with me. Eh? Yeah. So, so as of now, do you see her as like being that person that you'd get married to, or is it like she's okay for now? <laughs> No, no, I'd say, yeah, I think I think I also, uh, I'm in an age where I think I know what I kind of looking for in a partner. I think, yeah. so vice versa, she's looking at, like, you know, we, 
I think that's the advantage of having a couple of relationships beforehand. You kind of know yeah. what you've, what, what's not a good match for you, what's really a yeah. good match. You kind of figure shit out in that yeah. way. And, uh, um, and uh, yeah, we, we're a good match in that way. I don't personally, I'm going to say it that way, I don't believe in marriage. I don't, I don't plan on getting married. We both agree. Uh, in same, not, same. Cost yeah, way everyone, too everyone much. Put, everyone put me down. It does cost way too much, Loki. Like you should just go to the courthouse. <laughs> Yo, Big T, we're on the we're we'll we'll get married. We'll let the the other boys not worry about it. Exactly. It's <laughs> so, so like a big party. Then, then it's talking to Jabba, Jabba, you are also dating somebody, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we've been seeing each other since oh shit, uh, July, I think. So it's kind of new and do it. So I know yeah. it's very, very early, and she's most likely not, not gonna watch this. But it, can, <laughs> can you kind of see her as maybe being that person? I mean, the to me, it's like the way that I always kind of look at it is like, um, someone who can put up with me, who can also reasonably mother my children, because like. You know, it's it's a little You're cynical, so but like, man, marriage is a means to an end, right, bro? It's like you. Yeah. That's so you can like lock the lady down so that she has no excuse but to make babies. You get her, Jesus and then you Christ. keep her. Bold, bold. <laughs> well, that's you know what I mean. But it's like this is but a take. It, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've take. I've wanted to be a dad like my entire life. Same. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and so it's one of those things I need. Like, that's one of the basic criteria for me is, like, can I see you as, like, a viable mother for my children? Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll see. It's still pretty early for me. But, I mean, if things continue to go as things have been going, I don't see why not. That that kind of leads into our next topic that kind of relates to this. But something that that I lo- love the the most in a female is that she, she's like motherly and caring like that. What type of attribute do you, you guys find to be the most important attribute when finding somebody a, like a life partner? Or... Well, for me, it's easy. Yeah. Respect. Like that's the, third, that's yeah. the first thing it starts with. And it's kind of a cheap question because everything attaches to that. But in a way, like respect... Uh, you know, respect of your space. You know, so many ways of, of kind of looking at that. But I think a, re- a relationship with lack of respect, mutual, is I don't think it's a healthy relationship. And some last forever, but usually with someone being unhappier than the other. So yep. for me, I, I'd say that that'd be an easy call. Yeah, I think yeah, I'd piggyback off of that and say, oh, you can go, Job. No, please, please. Our uh, guest. Yeah, I would just say, I would just say, oh yeah, the guest. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, I'm the guest. Let me go first. Um, I would just say being like a like a really good uh, listener, like Max said, I think everything's going to tie off of like respecting one another, but um, someone that like listens, like not only like when you're like, you know, mad about something, ranting about something, but also listens to like little things like, hey, like this would be really cool. And then the next day, like they get it for you because they were like listening to like the little shit that you say, you know, um, stuff like that. I think that like listening goes a long way, especially like right now like the world is insane like half of us are just at home all day like inside locked up you know what i mean so i feel like if you have someone that just kind of like brushes off the things you say like that's not going to go really far i like that i mean to me it's like i think i don't know i think all of these kind of like stack on top of each other in different orders depending on how you um phrase it 
but I would say like willingness to be vulnerable uh, with your partner because Dude, on a certain level, like, fire. Yeah, because on a certain level, like let's say your partner does something that upsets you, it's like an uncomfortable and vulnerable vulnerable position to say, "Hey, that made me feel weird," or "Hey, that upset me," or "Hey, that bothered me in some way," and that like pulls in uh, like communication in a really powerful way where you have to be willing to put yourself out there to the person that you're choosing, you know, to really, uh, you know, make sure that they're aware of where you are emotionally in that moment. And so vulnerability, like willingness to be vulnerable. I don't think you need to be vulnerable at all times, but I think the willingness to like show what's going on on the inside is, you know, it's more powerful to be willing to be vulnerable than it is to uh, like, I don't know. I guess that's my answer. Willingness to be vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. So those those reasons kind of combined is like why I'm so single is because like, <laughs> like I, so I'm very, very picky with what I pick and what I do. And because I'm not like Channing Tatum, <clears throat> like I can't go out to chill Louise and then leave with the most beautiful waitress there. So be because of that and be because I am so picky and kind of piggy bet backing off of what Tyler said. So I love it when somebody's not overly interested in the things I'm into, but but they they pay attention to those things I say. Those that those things I do where I'm like yes to a day I went up like two more two more active viewers in my Twitch and then they're like damn so you went up from six to nine or six <laughs> to eight so 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 to it to me like some somebody that like puts me so far forward in their mind where they listen to these things and that they look deeper into it that to me is so awesome but but i'm kind of enjoying being the bachelor of the degenerate reports so it <laughs> might take some time i it's mean needed. dude that's that's something that i find is like really you know like having someone who cares definitely matters like you know, people who, who follow Hoppers a little more closely know that I do uh, the Hopper House Twitter space on Mondays. My girlfriend Best will Twitter call space. me. My girlfriend calls me every week, sometime between 5 and 7 Eastern, and says, hey, good luck tonight. You're going to kill it. You know, it's going to be a great space. And then we have a quick chat about our days, and then she'll, like, hang up. And it's one of those things where it's, like, that level of care you know, I, I can't let it go unnoticed, you know? Yeah. It's very, it's yeah. powerful. Which which I feel like when, when when you are building something like Jub is, like Max is, like Tyler and I are, you you kind of need that push and being like, dude, you are doing a fantastic job. And that's, to, to be honest, I feel like I do like that. Like my love language is being told. That, that that I'm doing a good job. So the the uh, the fact I don't have that to the uh, level I need it, like 
kind of get to meet me in my own head or where am I where I'm like am I doing enough am I doing this fast enough to to actually build something so uh, like Jub said I feel like that's a big reason why I love having people like Big T like Jub like Max that that come in and tell me dude you are doing a fantastic job and I feel like I kind of in a way need that to keep on pushing and pushing and pushing because these markets are fucking terrible like fucking awful yes <laughs> yes what a segue. things are going up what a but, perfect segue <laughs> yeah but a... but but the next topic we'll, we'll be talking about is the recent drama with FTX Big T take it away man yeah, so I, I've been kind of, like, following all the drama. I feel like Max and Jub are way, like, smarter when it comes to crypto than I am. So I feel like they can, like, speak to the situation on, like, a like a macro level and, like, what it means for, like, the market as a whole. Um, but, like, from what I know, I, I know it's not good, right? And especially piggybacking off of, like, the SEC decision that also came down, what, yesterday? Today? About, um, what is it? Li- is it library? What is it called? Library? Whatever that. Yeah, library. Calling it a security. Basically, like... I don't know. It that seems hurts. like everything. Yeah, it hurts. And I think that it, with the FTX thing today, I think that what we're like moving into is a more like Web 2-ish version of what we like love in our little crypto corner of the world where it's just like one big like bulldo- like It's basically like they're like Facebook, you know, they're just kind of like bulldozing over like or um, uh, BNB is. Um, but I don't know. I, I guess like I, I want one of the other guys to kind of speak to like the situation on like a macro level and, and what it means for like crypto as a whole. But I, I yeah, and then I'll go from there. Who wants to start? <laughs> Matt, yeah, you, you take it away. Him, not me. Oh my. Matt, not you take me. it away. <laughs> no, to me, I see it as this way. Like kind of that. From what I kind of started with the FTX situation, you kind of have three groupings right now. You've got the the people that believe it's all a planned attack and you know everything is going by plan for those you know how high power you've got the people that think it's a good thing that finance is going to bring more liquidity into the market and things are going to push and you've got the people more on the negative side that are believing that we are just hitting you know the, the first you know bump and then it's going to go further down so you never know which group you're going to pick uh, honestly i prefer picking the one that is positive outlook because that's going to keep me you know awake in the morning <laughs> rather than you know, yeah. get, get keep working but um it's a thing like we all do like, I think the crypto issues also we always talk about decentralizations and how we want but if you really look at a macro level we always are dependent from a big company like AWS if they decide to shut down the servers there's no crypto there's no crypto at, at this point there's no IPFS yeah. you know so all the all the NFTs are gone because Pinata and all of these people are dependent on you know AWS hosting systems and everything so it, it was hmm. always there in a way uh, I think now because Binance is more upfront and because it's a finance side and less tech and that's something that people care less about or, or worry less about or understand less about. I feel like now they didn't really catch that. But now since it's more, you know, financial takeover and um, with finance, people are now worried about decentralizations because finance is becoming just way too powerful in the crypto segment. Uh, even mm-hmm. BNB is, 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 not, is, is not a decentralized blockchain. Um, uh, but... In the positive side, that's to me is a good point of why I'm proud of why I'm happy to have chosen Cardano, even though it's not the easiest. But I still believe that you know, it, overall we are kind of in the forefront of decentralizations in the way of RSPOs working and the distribution is like even with ETH, with their you know um, um, 
merge. Uh, they're not decentralized yet. There's just major major pools. It's, it's not you know, right. decentralized in a proper way yet. They have time, but in terms of right now at this time, I I, I will put my hands out there. I think Cardano is the most decentralized. Um, without maybe factoring all the SPOs that are running on AWS, but that's a different topic for another day, I guess. That's you know, yeah. why. Why should we hate Amazon topic? I don't, I'm not ready for that one. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'll tell you why. As a, a former <laughs> employee and the the, uh, the best employee there that got fired because I ran over a old Asian lady. Oh, Fuck Christ. Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Bezos out here Jesus. bullying people. No, but I think, I think that, I think that, yeah, I, I tend to like see like the more, I, I mean, Mitch always makes fun of me. I'm like a doomer. Like I, I tend to like kind of peer into the bad side of things most of the time. Um, but yeah, I think that like, if you take like, if you zoom out, it's, I mean, there's really like Coinbase and, and Binance and they like basically are, are kind of just fighting for like more market share one after another. Um, and I think that, I think that like wanting to live in a decentralized like world i think that really like does suck because like you when you zoom out it's literally just the two of them and you see you see like with the whole ftx situation you see binance just like literally take advantage of ftx like over leveraging themselves and like literally just like like making them bend the knee basically like forcing their hand because they they had nothing else to do um so i don't know i think i think it I don't know. I think the Luna situation kind of hit more personal for like a lot of people, but this like on like a macro level is definitely like way worse. I, yeah. I think this is kind of like the first major public attack on the dream of crypto, because you know, we all in this um, believing in what crypto is going to bring towards you know, financial independence, you know, decentralization. So if you really put in a yeah. romantic value, forget about the tech. We all want you know, fuck the banks uh, in a way. You know that kind of mentality. And I think this one is the first personal attack that is kind of putting that at jeopardy in a way uh compared to luna luna is just oh we've invested in another failed company you know that happened in web 2 that happened in web 3 uh you know the times you know back in web 2 yeah was pumping but with vcs you know that happened all the way so uh with it's just another monday kind of situation in crypto uh but this to me i kind of for me was that first time i was like okay this uh that future that I had in my mind might not happen exactly the way I pictured it or the way that we, you know, kind of love hearing Charles talk about it. Um, yeah. We never know. I'm, I, I'm, uh, I try to stay optimistic when it comes to that. Yeah. 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 I don't know about what it. Say you. <laughs> I, I was, I got so scared when you said I knew this better than you, because to me, I'm like looking at it at such a basic level. I'm like, Oh shit. Number go down. Oh, now all number go down. <laughs> like, that's that's where kind of I stand on that matter. But I mean, the other, you know, the SEC decision is really where my stresses are lying right now. Because I mean, right when I saw that, I saw the headline and then someone sent me an article last night about it that I haven't read in its entirety yet. Um, but from what I understand, uh, we could kind of be fucked. Um you know what I mean? If 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 it becomes kind of established precedent that, you know, everything from ETH to ADA becomes labeled as a security, then everything that derives from those securities also becomes a security. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I literally, I joked in Hopper's chat today, like, does it count as a rug pull if the SEC kind of like, just kind of wrecks us <laughs> entirely? 
Like, does that right. did, did I rug if we end up getting caught up by the SEC and eight as a security yeah. and now, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, we're we're in, I, it puts us in a really perilous position legally. I think we can kind of assume that, like. People are now worried about Ada now being in jeopardy because they don't know how the you know the, the token distribution happened during the you know the, the, the early stages. I think we can all kind of rest assured that ETH and Ada and all these like t- token have been doing their due diligence when it comes to you know registering their company and, and all that. The problem is is exactly what you tapped into with the second layer when it comes to tokens under that, which where we you know in our ecosystem you're talking about the clays, the eights, the you know the the derps and all of these tokens which during their era, when they launched, they did their due diligence. I know personally from Derp, they really did their due diligence with knowing that, because they, they're from Germany, and I know Germans, they don't fuck around with this kind of rules. So he made his due diligence, but now this rule is happening. How is, it, how is the project going to react with that? And we were fortunate, fortunate enough with Universe when we were actually planning on releasing a token with our staple. Um, but I had a lawyer say, hey, look, don't. Because he's a bit because we I was lucky because it was coming like kind of that Swiss crypto valley so all where all Cardano Ethereum's are registered and that lawyer was from there. And he was like, look, he's hearing weird stuff from the grapevine that you can't really talk about. But don't open a token because the government's not going to watch for much longer and there's been too many things going down under that things that they they can't ignore it any longer. So we kind of additionally to other reasons um, we decided we, we can't I can't take that risk uh, you know as as a founder. So uh, yeah, that's something that. That's something we're like going to have to re-explore for hoppers as well. I mean, we were talking about a non-dex token, you know, one that has no monetary value, but even a step further to keep things safe. Like now that this decision has come through, it's something we have to like kind of reevaluate for the safety of the longevity of the project. Mm. Yeah, you know, I think even yeah, the UK, I... the UK is talking about two years jail time. <laughs> it's like oh it, shit, it's, yeah. It's well, and I think becoming, it's becoming quite serious. Yeah, and I think everyone kind of scoots to the edge of their seat when the SEC brings down decisions because I think while you do see like a lot of more crypto-friendly countries, I think that like a lot of these countries are waiting to see like what the U.S. does. You know, like we – like with the SEC and the exchange commissions, I think that like we are going to kind of like lead that push. Like if we push against crypto, I think a lot of other countries will follow suit um, just because, like, you know, we, it's America, like, we kind of do everything like that. So I feel like a lot of these countries, everyone's like, hey, well, you can just move. Like, I don't feel like it's going to be that easy. Like, obviously, some countries are going to have more lax laws, but I feel like a lot of countries are just kind of waiting to see, you know, some more rulings coming down from, like, the SEC and things like that. Um, and then they'll probably follow suit in whatever happens, um, which I think yeah. is going to create, like, kind of like a dominoing effect of like everything just kind of goes to shit all at once. And it kind of, I mean, not to be a doomer like I am, but it's kind of like catastrophic in a way, you know? Um, so we'll see. But the problem is, uh, the problem with crypto is really everything is a ripple effect. Like, like, you know, this, this mm-hmm. FTX news kind of created, like, it's crazy that this little news on Lil, but like this news can kind of impact blocking yeah. the top hundreds. It, it, it's quite scary that we are that early in the stage of, of, that little ripple effect can kind of really make a big impact. And I think, I agree with Jub. To me, that notice was, was more worrying than the FTX. I was like, okay, we're going to recover from that. It does maybe jeopardize the dream of it that I maybe love and believe in, but I mm. believe in it still. That yeah. one is, is hurtful because that's, people can get burned that I don't think should be getting burned because they were just building something fun. They were doing something cool. They were doing it with the best interests. Yes, scammers exist. Uh, so I, I would be really, uh, that would be really, you know, uh, 
a bummer if you know these people get burnt for whatever reasons because you know that rule wasn't set up back then. So I really hope things settle out in the right way for that. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same. But I mean, we can we can kind of scoot along from the 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 sad th- topics to maybe something that might bring a little bit. I don't know, it's a little more joy in the way that I view it, um, which is like the whole topic of royalties um, on like all the major platforms such, you know, Magic Eden made theirs optional. Um, OpenSea is talking about or rumoring to want to, to follow suit. And I've seen a lot of people tweeting about this, um, like Jack, Salad, like a bunch of people tweeting about like this kind of, this kind of puts Cardano in a position to where like if we really do the right thing and do everything correctly, like we could really kind of like absorb a lot of these um, artists that might be thinking about launching on other blockchains, but you know, with the royalty situation, really find like that there's, it, it would be more suitable to come over to Cardano, which I think obviously like more exposure, more, um, um, I don't know, like more different styles of art, different artists, things like that. I think that is all a good thing for Cardano. So, um, to me personally, I think that, um, I think it, it puts Cardano in a good position as far as like NFTs are concerned to really kind of grow and catch up um, to these other like major platforms. Um, so I wanted to see what you guys thought about that. I think it's crazy that we're even having this discussion in Web3 <laughs> of like whether or not we should have royalties. Like to me, it yeah. just it it rings so true to kind of like the mission of at least like my vision of what Web3 can do for artists is that yeah. value of royalties you know and i think yeah. we're we might i don't know exactly how it operates on um the other chains but it's like you know we have an on-chain verification for royalties at this point right now it's not being abided by uh when it comes to the you know current marketplaces but we're in a bit of a double bind there you know like i i'm not gonna say that you know space buds and pixels and claymates shouldn't have royalties because they minted before, you know, the SIP standard for royalty tokens was even created, right? So we're in a position now where, like, some of our most appreciated OG projects don't have royalty tokens minted to the blockchain, and so it puts us in this place where we can't really, like, say, well, we have online, we have on-chain verification for royalties, because that'll leave out so many of these projects that in some cases are living off of royalties, but are also like really beloved projects. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and so it's, it, we, you know, I want to say that we can like continue to push the tech forward. Maybe it's this new standard that, um, Alessandro, you know, did that whole matrix berry drop. And apparently that's somehow going to tie into the V2 space bud, uh, art redesign but um you know if if he finds a way such that we can like reopen policies and mint a royalty token after the fact then we can position ourselves to kind of say like no it's guaranteed it's on chain you're going to get your royalties as long as you mint your royalty token and then give that automatic protection to our artists who come to our chain and that'll really make things really sexy and appealing yeah Maybe, so something I'd like to see is maybe they keep keep it, but they do a base rate that you pay. So maybe it's like 5%, but then you've got the, the option to do 20% on top of that. 
like make it where where say I see a super cool hopper for like maybe a hundred and seventy five ADA. Then then on top of that, there's a base rate of a five five percent. But maybe I could say I'd rather do twenty five percent. Then kind of make that a tip. But to uh, make it where you can pick to not tip somebody at all, like being in the uh, U.S. where we tip for everything, makes zero sense to me. Yeah. So I don't get that. But After working in the service industry, like, I've, I've become like an over-tipper. You know what Same. I mean? Like, I went Same. to a restaurant on Saturday, and the service was horrible, and like, I wanted to order, we wanted to order sliders, and we were like, all right, we'll take one brisket, one hamburger, one bacon explosion. She was like, no, you actually, it's all three of one kind, you can't pick. And as someone who worked in the kitchen, I know how that shit works back there. And so I'm like, no, <laughs> if you have, like, if you have prep for one, you have prep for all. It's not like they just didn't make those tonight. Right. Like, can we get this, but without the this? Because, you know, my girl doesn't eat, you know... She she doesn't want that in her food, or she doesn't eat that. You know. Yeah. They were like, they were like, no. And so you know the, it was it was a bad, really bad ordering experience. But the food was good. So like my interactions with the waitstaff was fucking terrible. Yeah. But when it came down to like laying the tip down, I was like, I mean, I'm not gonna stiff this person. Like I knew so many waitstaff that like lived off their tips because of the way that labor works in the U.S. I'm not going to, yeah. like, stiff them just because of this, that, or the other. So the tipping idea scares me because I know I'll be losing a lot of Ada in that. <laughs> yeah. So I've done my worst tip ever was a uh, penny. <laughs> like, that's just, like, mean. That's just, like, Bro, cool at that, that point. No, no, with this, keep, keep in mind, this person was disrespectful. Respectful to me and the way I talk, so I tipped him up penny. So fuck <laughs> that dude. Oh, oh my god! If it's deserved, fuck him. Say, say it, which which I've never done that before. But like you say something like that, and dude, I'm gonna give you a penny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's yeah, I think we can. Yeah, I think we can all agree that royalties are something that are like. Good, and that's like a really big reason why, like, we want to onboard like more artists onto like Web three because like you should you should get paid for like the work that you do. You know, you shouldn't like just like you shouldn't just like paint one thing and then like I buy it for like five hundred and then wait ten years and sell it for like five million dollars. You know, what I mean, like that's like that's kind of dumb. Uh, I mean, which... I remember read I remember reading that tweet and I was like, I completely disregarded it. I didn't even think it was. I, a, I yeah. thought it was fake, and B, I was like, this is not even a discussion for me. Like, it's stupid, and I'm not yeah. even willing to have like, yeah, it's just why should we even entertain this? Uh, I think it's good that JPEG is not even. You know, it doesn't look like they're gonna do. You know, follow the path. Uh, good. Yeah, um, and it's good. It proves that. And again, it just comes to that cliche stuff about. I think the, I think each chain and it's not being. I don't. I don't. I'm not a maxi in a, in a way, but. There's a type of mentality in each chain, right? Uh, you know, the pump and dump, the flipping and all of that. We have that too on Cardano. It's not saying, you know, we're all perfect and, you know, all hugs and kisses. Um, but I do believe that I think at the core, Cardano does have kind of a value of, you know, we understand where things, you know, that things need funding, things need to be 
and like you on Seoul, we don't need, we don't make sixty million sixty million per drop, right? It's it's a different yeah. world out there that they kind of yeah yeah. So they can joke around and be like, oh yeah, we don't need royalties. Like yeah, because you just make sixty million. That's different. Right, right, exactly. On, on Cardano, if you look at Clay, Clay wouldn't have been able to be where they are right now without the introduction of you know produ- uh, in, uh, royalties post sit. Uh, we we dropped we pre-minted so we pre-minted our collection two week a week later they were like oh yeah we have a new sip standard and we're like oh thank you <laughs> so you know right we were unlucky in that perspective but and I seeing that with JPEG and, and if they would double down honestly that to me would be the biggest you know biggest L in Cardano and, and I'll be like I think that and that's why like I don't even entertain the idea of it because it's like yeah why why are we even doing NFTs in that point you just sell you know sell your pictures on ebay at that point it's the same <laughs> you know it's like yeah exactly royalties is the core foundation of the nfts because you don't want a sony media to own your music in a way to give you the royalties you want that the opposite you want to own your royalties you want to own your rights uh you don't need a distributor and nfts a solution to that so removing yeah. that core foundation of nft is too plain sh- i can only say it's stupid to me <laughs> so i'm like yeah i was like I was surprised to be honest but yeah that's my take on it if i'm honest yeah and i think and i think you'll see like the i think you know, over time, I've seen like, the the community in Cardano really like. I mean, obviously we have like trading tent and stuff like that. If you want to like swap like different JPEGs and things like that, but like you think of like the highest sales that like we've had on Cardano, like they all come through just like on JPEG store, and those people pay the royalties. You know what I mean? Like with Chrissy's yeah. Ape Society or um, the Kong that got sold for like 125k. Like those all go through on secondary because like I feel like as a community. A community as a whole, I want to say that, like, most of us really do, like, respect, like, most of the projects and, and want to give back to the communities that we're a part of, you know. I, I've never heard a whale purchase something super expensively and say, oh, I really don't want to pay fees. I've, I've never heard that. So right. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Cause, and, and it's... Yeah, and it's dumb too because if you're gonna if you're gonna pay like ninety k ADA for something and you have to pay like what two thousand k ADA and like royalties like what like what what's what's that compared to like the sum total that you're paying you know what I mean like it would be really dumb to like yeah. try to argue against that. I mean, also just yeah. like as a flipper, it's like, I mean, maybe this is me speaking more to like an isolated experience, but like I'm not gonna sell something for ten ADA profit. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. In such a position. yeah. Now, if, if I'm going to take a loss on a sale, I'd rather just keep the NFT. And so, yeah. like, you know, a little bit of, uh, like, for example, I sold a clay this month. And I sold it for 4,500 ADA. But the thing is, is, like, I don't even think about the royalties because I, like, because of the price I got it at, it's negligible. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not cut. It doesn't feel like it's cutting into my profit, but I mean, even further, like on a, on more of like a collector flipper side, like, would you rather give two to 5% on your flip or have a project that's dropping 30,000 NFTs over a year because they're not making a recurring income source? Cause that's yeah. the compromise people are going to have to make if they've decided oh, we don't want to fund projects with the help of royalties. Guess what? You're getting more NFTs dropped on your head then because we need to continue to make money so that we can continue to run a business. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's a compromise that's going to be made no matter what. Yeah. Well, I have OCD, so when I do the price, I sold three NFTs in my entire 
NFT career. So, but I have this tick. I, I, I need round numbers. So when I type in JPEG my price, I just type and find the price until it hits a nice number, including royalties. So I come up with these like super weird, just because I want the payout to be like, let's say like 100 data. If, it, like, if the payout is like 85, I'll, it will trigger me. So I'm just going to up the price until it's a nice number to yeah. work with. So it's like 118, so, so you also, get down to 100. So I've also yeah. done that. But uh, it does that is me. That is why I never floor anything. But but if you you guys have seen this new new Elsa Jean NFT, holy shit, I might floor that. I fucking hey. I'm the floor, bro. Hey, no, I that was that was so, a, the the OnlyFans girl that minted. Um, no, no, she not, she is she is yeah. not a OnlyFans girl. She she is a very popular porn person okay that 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 i've been watching for six years oh, oh great this Somebody is awesome so 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 don't say she's just a another only fans girl <laughs> she is more than that but Wait, she's more shit, than that to you that is no. that is the that is the ugliest nft i've ever seen <laughs> well i want to get to i want to get the job because i know job has one from listening to his space yesterday but i wanted to bring this topic up too from like kind of piggybacking off of your space yesterday because i found like the conversation to be like super interesting um and it's funny because like Jub was making fun of his space because it's like literally his mods arguing back and forth, and then Jub's just sitting there not saying anything. But Bro, I sit there um, muted. I'm there muted for like thirty five to like sixty percent of it, depending on the episode. Like yeah, we'll usually but... we get like two to three of our mods show up, and it's great. I love it's so awesome of them to show up like every week and and provide like these opinions. But then I just yeah. end up kind of sitting there, and I'm just like. Oh, that's a good point. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> during, yeah. during, during it yesterday, be, because I go live at six thirty every day, like a job came in and like began talking to me during my Twitch broadcast, and I'm like, dude, shouldn't you be doing doing your Twitter space? And he's like, shh, I am. I was live at the time. I was just like, I can't hear you because I'm in a space right now, but. <laughs> no but um kind of piggyback off the conversation from your space yesterday i think that i think that like a, a lot of like what i've seen on twitter and stuff a lot of like the cardano community is kind of torn on this specific topic and i kind of fall on like the jub side of the fence where it's like we can't like preach like wanting to like branch out and include like people that aren't in our crypto bubble like and onboard them into cardano and then just bitch and complain when it's like someone that we don't think is like worthy of being on our blockchain like it's really weird and she, it feels she, it feels really she, gate she, she, she is so worthy to be here <laughs> but um, but if she's gonna charge 600 cardano for something she made on Fiverr for maybe $50 the entire collection, then that's what I don't get. So you can have the best utility ever. But you need to back it up with like something you you you, you are actually proud of. So if you go and tell look that, at... Tell that to Wild way. Tangs. You know, a blue so, chip, so, a blue chip project with art that so I, I saw, and I was like, I don't give a fuck what they're doing. I'm not minting this, <laughs> and then ended up buying them on secondary because I'm like, oh wait, actually, this is a fantastic project. Do do I own any wild tanks? Do I? You should. No. No. You should NFA, but no. you should. 
I meant I meant it I minted one and sold it at two oh five and now I'm sad, but whatever. I have a homie who minted like a hundred of them. I was like, You're a disgusting Hell. degenerate and now he's like just turning profit regularly. It's crazy. Wait, what's the floor at? Three fifty. <laughs> oh, I thought it was three fifty. See see um, but but the the wild tanks are to me is not nearly as lazy as the but art is subjective we could argue in circles about this all day like art is subjective like people were buying d-bag motherfuckers and like you couldn't you couldn't hold a gun to my head and make me buy one you know what i mean but people were like this is funny but my Look thing i don't think go ahead i saw she but I, like, i'm i just saw the nfts for the first time i'm not even joking i just while we were doing this i was googling the L's and i was like i can't scroll further down because otherwise it's gonna be awkward uh, but like, I agree, I mean, it's I not can. my type of cup. Yeah, it's not my cup of tea. But um, I don't think she ever branded it as an art base project or an art project. It's it's a it's kind of like an access pass. It's as if he, as if, it's like a member pass to whatever she's creating. If you think yeah. that's valuable and worth the price, pay for it. It's but... just supply and demand at the end of the day. And I agree. I, I I don't like the art. It looks lazy. I'll agree on that. But I don't think that the premise was to create a dope, sick, sexy collection. It was really. I'm going to sell you this so you can access to whatever content I create behind closed doors. Um, which, but, but yeah. then on top of that, like I looked it up and you can buy your flashlight for like maybe a one, 168. <laughs> so it's like $90. So it's so, so nothing, nothing will ever reach that. So I'm so, so sorry. Elsa. you, you, you can send up. me, you can send me pictures, <laughs> but it's so easy to just go on the internet, type in an Elsa Jean, pull out my lotion, go into town, then it is to buy a NFT that will provide utility. There's no fucking utility out there. You, you will look at the current games. Some of them are working towards something epic, but they're not that epic yet. So I'm sure, like, I could go on a fucking Pornhub and that utility be much, much better than this boring-ass utility that is like five pictures and maybe a message saying, you are doing so good with your podcast. Keep it up. But, um, but, um, but other than that, like, there's no current utility in now that I see is worth 250 American dollars. Yeah, but at the Go same on, time, I mean, that's the thing. So I think it's like there are multiple problems uh, that we, like, encounter with this, I think. One is, like, the idea that, like, not enough people just saw this as a good flip. If people thought more people wanted it, it would have sold out in seconds, and it would be 2,000 floor right now, because there's a 1,000 of them, and scarcity. But I think part of what we ran up against is, like, a few different things, right? Like, one, Cardano is an environment... I, I used to joke about this all the time, and I think we see this a little less now, now that the space has kind of, like, kind of ebbed and flowed a little bit in size. But when when I first got here, I used to joke a lot about how Cardano is, like, the Faith Family crypto chain. You know, every fucking five, fifth person I'd see on Twitter, it'd be like, I love crypto, I love my wife, and I love Jesus. And guess what? Those guys are not going to buy the Porn Stars NFT. Oh. It's that simple. And so I think, like... 
you know, we have in built into this aspect of like Cardano as a, I often call it a mission based chain, right? Charles has a mission. He has a goal and it's very like, you know, it's very more morally based. And I think like a lot of people, uh, kind of follow that in their own way and some in some cases that is religion and if you are very adherent or very you know like pure in that kind of way you're not going to want to support this kind of content creation you know mm. i don't think that i i don't know that for someone who's a fan of her that a dead rabbit is going to give them the same amount of content <laughs> that her nft would you know, if they consume you her content, never know, man. if you they consume her know. content, they might get more out of pretty hot. I mean, bro, I, I'm, I'm shopping for another rabbit right now because I'm a huge fan of that project. I'm, I'm a huge, but, I mean, I just, you know, we had a long, I feel like every like two to three episodes of, of my Twitter space, Hopper House becomes a dead rabbits conversation just cause like everyone in my team and everyone in my mods crew is like, we're all big fans. It's because they're adorable. But I almost wore the shirt looking, today. Looking <laughs> at this this Elsa Jean floor, it's at f like four ninety nine. So um, maybe I might pick it up soon. Just, floor is just, falling. Just at a discount because I don't don't. Why floor no go up? Let alone ugly shit. <laughs> calculate calculate the. Um... Yeah, can can Dev or Elsa do something, please? Elsa, please. I'll play the, the Fleshlight to NFT ratio. <laughs> so I did it. So I did it, Andy. You could buy it for 60% less? Mitch is trying to make some, some very financially sound wait, wait. decisions. Is, isn't it Black Friday next week? Or something like that? It's <laughs> the week it after, I think. It's the week after, I think. <laughs> See, but... <laughs> Am I going to buy a Fleshlight? Maybe, but... You also in, live with your parents, so make sure it comes in, like, secret packaging. You know what I mean? You don't want it to be labeled dude, on the front. The packaging is supposed if... to be super concealed. It's supposed to be very good, from what I've read. No, you're just going to see you're just gonna see Elsa like this on the box. I'm looking forward to you. <laughs> like, cheeks to ch cheeks. Oh, my God. Open don't finish. wide. Cheeks. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, like, the reason I minted is not... I Like, I didn't... I'll be very honest, like, I did not know who she was by name before, like, this whole dust up about her minting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I, oh, I know all of them, man. Yeah. Like, this, I, is, this has been my life goal the past, like, 70 years to know every prominent like porn bro. person male female like learn learn all of their names watch <laughs> watch all of their videos their you content bro 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 i know every mole on every one of their bodies <laughs> every mole uh, maybe, I think maybe, maybe we should move along from this i think we should move along i'll just I say one more thing oh go ahead I'll max no no I'll, I'll tag along after you just that this, so we, we came from this conversation off of the discussion of royalties, and I think it's the same kind of, um, kind of prevailing point when it comes to both, right? It's about like ownership of the content you create, whether we're talking about a virtual and digital yeah. artist, or whether we're talking about an adult entertainment content creator. You know what I mean? I think ultimately it's about continuing to have a stake in what you create after it's mm. disseminated into the public. Yeah. 
And so that's part of the reason I minted was I was like, I don't know who this chick is. I'm sure. I'm not going to go and check out her OnlyFans. I'm not going to go and use whatever utility is being offered through this project. But I want to support bigger names coming through and coming into the space because they recognize these values of ownership in the virtual space that goes beyond just being able to sell it once. And that's the profit you take from it. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I had a, my best, my best buddy IRL. So I t told him about it and he's like, no way. But so he like signed up for it. He got the email. He checked the value and it said $250. And he's like, no, <laughs> but let's say so, it becomes, what if it's a five year program and she's like, continuing to support the content for five years and someone's going and spending what $72 per year. What is it like six bucks for her, her only fans? Something, something like that. that. Yeah. So $72. Like doesn't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying it, he doesn't need so, to know. He has the NFT. So, so yeah. It's like, $6, yeah, exactly. I think. Exactly. I think. He paid his Maybe dude. $6 and 32 cents. So we'll say six bucks. So, I mean, if, if she supports this for five years, guess what? You just made 150 bucks for buying the NFT as, as opposed to supporting her OnlyFans. But, but do, do I think that, that I'll need, need some porn actress to show me her butthole every week and five oh years and it's three years? And not, no. Are you pretending so like you don't like... need it every single day? Is that what I'm getting I, from you right now, bro? So, so, so I'm saying I don't need it. See, now now if you put it into a every day value and if she makes content every single day, then maybe. Maybe that $250 isn't too bad. But, but holy shit, my balls would be so dry every day. But... That's but... But because of that, I don't see the uh, use in buying it now if you, you're saying, oh, you'll need it in five years. Because maybe I might may, maybe I might fall in love with the most beautiful bikini baby, babe, babe on a Twitch. Never know. Never but, know. But because of that, I don't see this like... You're gonna need to jerk off in five years because maybe I <laughs> won't need to jerk off to this in five years, Joe. I will agree but... to disagree. <laughs> well, I just Max, what was your point? Day, no, to me, I kind of <laughs> just want to say what I hate above anything is that kind of gatekeeping mentality. Because in yeah. any business, there's always going to be different bubbles, right? You're gonna have your PFP bubble, you're gonna have your metaverse bubble, you're gonna have your gaming bubbles, you're gonna have your apparently adult entertainment bubble. And not each bubble needs to coexist and co-interact with, with one another. So it's kind of very thing of being, oh, they are, we are too good for them. I hate that mentality. Two, I also just think most of the Cardano community is just hype when a big Twitter account just tweets Ada. That's just, they just get everybody riled up. If you do porn or if you do, I don't know what, if you eat mushrooms for a living, I don't know. As long as you have a lot of followers, people will kind of, you know, get your notice. And I think we saw that with the big Soul influx influencers, you know, coming in. The reason why is not because they came from Soul; it's because they had a massive following. That was the reason why you know, yeah. came yeah. and we listened, right? Some were very, very well to adopt. Like you got people like Nash, you got people like Wabs. They they really adopted the situation. 
and you have also some people that were a bit of dickheads in the beginning and they kind of adjusted. So it's very similar with Elsa. I think she's a joint. She had a big account. People are hyped for it and then disappointed what she had to deliver because we maybe not, not agreed with what it is. But yeah. I don't think we will ever I think, yeah. understand that type of content because it's just like, again, I'm kind of that person of everybody needs to make their own decisions in their lives. I prefer having people in the adult industry that are owning their, their, their content rather than being like, you know, exactly. by the societies and, and retake. Like, I don't agree with the, with the industry. I'm going to say upfront. It's not my world, to be honest. But um, at least, you know, kind of OnlyFans provided that first level of you own your right, you own your content, make your money. Exactly. If you're going to make your money, make it. You're not going to live on your 50 bucks per video. Um, and then now I think the third step is really monetizing that in a way of you know owning your royalties and owning your rights. But it's a bubble that I think a lot of the people in the NFT as we know it now can't really identify themselves with um, for reasons. I don't think it's anything that you flip. It's something you hold and you have fun with or you're proud of or you, I don't know what the fuck you do with it, but it's something else you know down the road. So to me, I think it's very difficult to have that discussion in a way of really comparing it with what it is as now, you can't compare like a dead rabbit, you know, squad with an Elsa NFT. It's, it's two completely different yeah. uh, situations. So that's my take on that whole thing. If I'm it also it leads Mitch, to more ethical. Mitch, you get brownies. Yeah, what's going on? These are good. What'd you get? My what's... my parents they've been on a diet a long time, and I'm not sure if these are diet cookies, but they're like diet cookies blood. like a diet coke. It's just a diet cookie. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like fudge, some oatmeal, some other shit, some weed. Hey, hey, I'll go. Hey, I'll go to my grave saying oatmeal cookies are like a top three cookie, and anyone can fight me if they want to. Oatmeal raisin is so fucking good. Yeah, we have we have been on this topic too long, so I'm changing the topic. <laughs> Great segue. So I could talk about this Tyler. for like another hour. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Dude, my balls couldn't take that. They are bluey enough. Tyler, so you ask the next one. Yeah, um, so let me see where we're at. Um, Okay, so we're just going to kind of move away from the crypto space for just a minute. Um, So the next topic is, what is a crazy fact that you know that would blow people's minds? So like, what is like a random fact that you know? I'll give everyone a second to think, and I can go first with mine if everyone's still thinking. Okay, I'm going first with mine. Absolutely, I'm going first <laughs> with mine. Dude, so if you if you saved... I saw this stat like a long time ago, and it always stuck with me. So if you saved $10,000 a day since the pyramids were built, like, you know, the Great Pyramids in like 2540 BC or whatever it was, you'd only have like one-tenth of the wealth of jeff bezos so like dude if you save 10 grand a day since the pyramids were built you'd still only have like 15 billion dollars and he has like 140 (laughs) which like i really makes me like bro what the fuck is that like that's crazy so that's that's my fact of the day if you wanted to know i'm I'm not gonna bleed into politics but i will say money money be weird as hell that's all i'll say but we be printing that <laughs> money. Be <laughs> Talk about the U.S. We don't. We don't print. <laughs> you don't print money. Yeah, it's time to move, bro. I'm coming to. Sw- hey, bro. What what sea level you live at? I'm not trying to get like a headache, bro. What what, what How high up you what's, live up the mountain? <laughs> not I'm what's Basel. the. I, I'm, 
I'm in a city. It's 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 low. But where my girlfriend's from is two thousand meters. I don't fucking know what is in your in your. What the fuck system. is a meter, dude? What the fuck? <laughs> Wait, hey, a meter is like a yard, right? Is it a little bit over a yard? I think. I think so. I just multiplied it by three and assumed that was feet. A meter is like a one point five feet, like three six thousand feet. It's six thousand five hundred feet, dude. That's what I went to school in the mountains, and it was like it was like three thousand three hundred feet, and like low key, like every time I would like drive up there, my ears would be like popping because it was like the altitude pressure. But I can't imagine double that. I would like throw up. Skiing is nice there. Which is a great way, but but while while y'all are also thinking, I want to say another random fact that just that just made me think of the um people that um live like where Machu Picchu is or you know where like the Incans used to live back in you know older civilizations people that like live up there it's like literally like I think it's like over 10,000 feet up uh, above sea level it's like so high up that they literally have a um you know you get like altitude sickness because the way your like blood oxygenates um if you're like way too high up um and they literally like are like born their body literally like oxygenates blood like twice as fast as like someone who's like not from there which is like crazy because it's like literally like evolution in real time like people that are like born in those like small like little towns and villages and stuff that are so high up like they're literally like their blood works like in different ways than ours does which is like fucking wild to think this is so cool this is tyler's topic Dude, it's I love shit like this, and that and there's like this there's like this um like small community and like it's either in Indonesia or Philippines somewhere in like the Southeast Asia area that like they literally live like on the water and they um their like lung capacity or no it's their pancreas something like that is like thirty percent higher than like normal people so they can like hold their breath twice as long. It's like wild so, how like evolution works. So they are like fish people. I think, what is it, whatever, I think is your liver, your pancreas, whatever, like, oxygenates your blood, like, theirs does it way faster so they can hold their breath a lot longer. I saw, I saw this recently, yeah, like, they, they do a lot of hunting underwater, and so, like, as a result, they've, like, grown to be more able to hold their breath and swim. Yeah, it's wild. Their cool white blood cells are just capable of holding more oxygen than the normal human. Yeah, 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 that's what it is. Yeah, so they'll just be down there swimming for, like, minutes. But I can't hold my breath for, like, 30 seconds. I might pass out. <laughs> Dude. Um, I think... I don't know. I have no good facts because I'm, like, a boring-ass person. But I will say <laughs> one one aspect of... I mean, I'm, I'm sourcing my info from, you know, my life experience and, like, the things that I, I fell in love with while I was cooking. But, like... Um, life. So we like to think about food, um, as like dead plants and animals. Um, but the things that are extremely healthy for you are things that we eat that are still alive. And I don't mean like the fact that you kill a lobster in order to eat it. I mean, things like, uh, pickles, kimchi, sauerkraut, um, bread, all of these. Yeah. All of these things are manipulations of living organisms as the product is being created. So like when you see like your food like bubbling as you're eating it because it's fermented. Those are live and active bacteria that are good for your gut flora and are, but they're not, you know, not in the same way that we look at like an apple and we're like, oh, this has been picked from a tree. It's been taken from its life-giving source. It's effectively dying and rotting in real time. You know, pickles is another, you know, a, a pickle made in the traditional sense is actually like good for you. 
Ah, uh, don't that's get cool. me starting on fermentation. We could do like two hours of. That uh, that's cool, but I literally hate like I hate like fermented anything like pickles, fucking like anything like that. I can't I can't stand it. Come to Switzerland. I don't like I don't like pickles. I don't like like the vinegar I don't like like vinegary things either though. Like you could like you could like pi- you could like pickle like onions. You could pickle anything. I just don't really like like the vinegar flavor. I used to take I'm not taking. I, I, like, okay, I'll eat a pickled onion if it's, like, a little bit and it's on, like, a cheeseburger because it's, like, I don't really taste it, but I'm not just going to fucking eat one. Like, eat, like, a, a spoonful. Dude, dude, that is, that is like, something that the, the the Asian cultures do so fucking well. Yeah. Like, I went and got some, like, kimchi and some meat <laughs> and some, like, pickled onions and I, like, put it all on the meat. Holy shit. Fucking bomb. So, so, Big T, you would never take a pickleback shot? Oh, I, dude, I would throw up so fast dude. if I had one of those. I've had one before, and I don't even like pickles, and it almost made me puke. Like, it's so fucking Bro, awful. I love them. I'm like, a basic, I'm like a basic dude when it comes to, like, going to the bar. Like, you can just give me, like, a straight shot of Tito's, and I'll have, like, a great time. But I don't want to drink anything weird. A pickleback, Max, a pickleback shot is a shot... At least in my experience, it's typically of like a whiskey or a bourbon, and then it's yeah. chased with a shot of pickle juice. That mm-hmm. do- that doesn't sound too terrible. Oh, I want to have some pickle juice, pickle juice now. Juice the office. So it's so good. It's so good, <laughs> I dude. Try it. I gotta try it. My... I, got, I, got my, I do my own pickles at home, so I have pickle juice just not in the office. But I, I done There's a lot of people like in the U.S. Like a lot of people like drink them. Like both my brothers like them. Like a lot of people like them. I just don't. That is, like, so country, though. I don't think it's very, like, country. I mean, maybe it is. I mean, I live I, in the South. I, so. I, I feels, would have associated with that, 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 that frat culture that you have. That would be something I would associate with that, that from a, I don't from know. A, Every time I'm, like, around, like, frat boys, they do, like, Irish car bombs and shit like that. Like, wild yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. So. We just drink Jager bombs. Yeah, yeah. You're just like drinking, that. like, bourbon and a or whiskey in a glass. Like, everyone else is drinking wild shit. Um. But yeah, so I so I found a fun topic, and by a fun topic, a fun answer to Tyler's topic, which is most <laughs> people fall asleep in seven minutes. That's not gotta much. be I, not me. It takes Wait. me like an hour and a half. That's that's because thing. you are on your phone, with fucking bitching. Yeah, no, it really is. It really is. It's like the like the blue light levels, like really fuck with like your yeah. like if you try to like fall asleep quickly. But it's like not even like my my wife. She'll literally like be on the couch looking at her phone. She'll be like, "Damn, I'm tired." Close her eyes and be asleep in like thirty seconds. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, I wish I could do this. How? How? Nah. Tell me how. Nah. I, but I'm also like I'm also weirder where I, like I can't sleep in like the like the pitch dark or like the quiet. So I always have the TV on. So it probably doesn't help me sleep either. But that's weird. I have to sleep. I have so... to sleep with the TV on. I've slept with the TV on since I was a kid. Like if I go to like somewhere and like I have to sleep in a room where the, there's no TV or it's like not on, like I probably can't sleep. Like it's just really weird. My brain is like so ADHD <laughs> where where if there's a, a lantern or a lamp post on outside like I'll be up for 7 hours. <laughs> like even if my eyes are shut I'm like there, there's a lamp post outside. <laughs> hey, welcome to that. That is but but that that is because we've got ADHD. Max, I got like, OCD. I, 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 I got OCD that I would start thinking about um, 
like my OCD will trigger me when it comes to sleep. I'll be like thinking, did I do that today? Did I do this today? Did I do that? Did I clear? Like, Same. That will be my level of, of, of that. So I take about two hours, I'd say, to sleep. You've you've got kind of a good mix with the ADHD and OCD because the ADHD is the part that that like keeps you going and like grinding it out, and then you've also got the OCD <laughs> to kind of keep you on a track. Which maybe I'd be better off if I did have severe OCD, but <laughs> I don't. But have, I, don't. I, I, like, I wouldn't say I have severe OCD. I have, like, yeah. I, have, I have OCD tendencies in a way that I can't. Yeah. Like I get hyperfixated on stuff, and I will like, like for example, like littles of detail that nobody will ever see. Uh, like that's why, like in our in our community, we had clicks, and he was like the first one to notice our color palette. And I was like so fucking hyped because we spent so much time paranoiding about thinking about it. And yeah. like so, mm-hmm. like in a way, like we could have simplified that color palette and stuff like that. We we shouldn't have, but we went so deep into it. And just I get very, mm-hmm. uh, I can't work if my desk is not clean. Like I got these kind of stuff, but like I I could be like five minutes before a deadline, and if my desk's a mess, I'll be like I'll be I'll be missing the deadline. It's like, um, yeah. But yeah, not me, not me. Here I'll show y'all this. Also. Oh Jesus God. Christ! I'll come up to your place. <laughs> Like, to me, if you want it, like, this is how crazy I'm going to sound like. I don't, I'm not happy to admit this, but a nice Sunday for me is cleaning the kitchen. Like, proper cleaning, like, taking everything. Oh, I love Max. Maxi, you, you can come over any time. Then. Oh, you'll never see that. Like, apartment's going to be squeaky clean. I love cleaning. <laughs> I don't know why. It just gives me that, that satisfaction of seeing for going from a little bit dirty to the clean. Yeah, well, it's just like, fun. it's just like the, it's like the, like the, it's like the immediate like dopamine you get from like seeing something go from like transform like so quickly, right? So like I used to like work at car dealerships like detailing like cleaning cars, right? And that was like one of the things that like I loved the most about it is because someone brings in like a piece of shit and he's dirty as fuck, and then like a couple hours you give it to me and it looks like brand new and like it's just like the dopamine that releases in your brain from like doing something like that, like you transform something quickly and you get like uh, what is it like immediate like set like gratification or whatever from doing something like that. Um, but, so like I get that I love so, the clean. but it's so hard to just like to sit down and be like so I'm gonna do this like like I've got a bad work 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 balance because work, all work. I do is work 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 so there's no like leisure time to go pick up my desk or you gotta just you can't. It's because you can't stay up until four a.m. If you if you stop staying up until four a.m., you probably can't. True, true. But 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 I have gotten back into anime, so <laughs> so before I do go to bed at like maybe a midnight twelve thirty or one. Now it's like two or three or four. So Bro. I need to fix that. Did you I see that, that shit that dropped uh, this week? With the um, so Palmer Lucky, the guy who created the Oculus, I believe, uh, just announced that he created a headset like based on the same premise as uh, Sword Art Online, where if you die in the game, you die in real life. <laughs> and it's like what the fuck? Yeah, dude, it's insane. And so it's like a headset with these like big rods coming out of the front. I don't know how it's supposed to kill you, but apparently he designed a headset that if you die in the game, you die in real life. Why? So that's like that's hardcore mode that, to like the extreme. That's, that's crazy. That is Sword Art Online. That was the, that was one of the main yeah. premises behind Sword Art. That's that's such a bad look though. 
Well, that, it's that's so what you dumb. Would play. That would that would be a proper metaverse project that I would actually be happy to fund. That's real life. Yeah, that's real life. The dumbass shit you do on the internet. Yeah. Hey, yeah. So so imagine a. Putting it on at the end of like some Twitter shithead. So uh, when whenever they fud your favorite NFT project, you've got a remote, so you can say, "Hand him." And then he's dead. The, that's how the movie Saw started, no? Um, I don't know. Bye, job. I'm, I'm. Bye, job. Yeah. <laughs> Adios, job. You never we seen them miss you. Movie? Just moving. Ah. What movies? Oh, what do you mean, Soul? Soul. S A W. Soul. Oh, yeah. oh! I thought you were saying Soul. Like you, you have a soul. No, no, no. Yeah, I've oh, seen sorry. Soul. Yeah, yeah. He's sorry, got the British accent. <laughs> yeah. He's got the British accent. <laughs> Bollocks. I'm in Jack and Lewis every time, and they blame me. I'm a fake it British, and you guys tell me I'm yeah. a British. So I can't make anybody happy at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I've been. I'd be sad if I lived in the Lewis UK. Doesn't it rain? Films. I don't live in the UK. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. if I did, if I did, I'd be sad. Dude, it's it rains r- all the time. Rained a bunch over here recently, so I'm basically. I literally, dude, a couple weeks ago. So one of um, one of my wife's friends that she lives in Dallas, where Mitch lives, and she like flew in for the wedding and she was flying back the day she flew back um dallas had like really really bad storms like tornadoes like big bad thunderstorms shit like that and i i texted mitch i was like hey like are you good like because i saw there's like bad storms he's like he's like i don't know i'm sitting here playing games like i haven't been outside all day and i was like dude there's like tornadoes going through dallas and he's just on on fucking overwatch or something playing fucking games watching anime uh, covered in a blanket he literally was like i don't know i haven't been outside so i don't know what's <laughs> Bro, the amount of days that I have that conversation is more than I'd like to admit. Someone's like, "Oh, how, how's the, it's so beautiful out today? Have you been outside?" And I'm like, "No." Nope. I mean, maybe I'll do it at some point today. <laughs> then go check then the mail. you a you a go a put a big blanket on over your head and you a go a log in to a, the Happy Hoppers Discord. Twenty four yeah. hours a little later. Yeah. That's but funny. so so Halloween had just passed. Did any yeah, of yeah, y'all do do anything uh, fun? I hosted a Twitter Space. This sounds pretty uh, lit. It was I Monday. Went so. to, I went to bed at eight o'clock. <laughs> yeah, nice. wag me. Nice. You <laughs> you didn't take you your kids out trick or treating, Max. No kids that I know of so far. Ah. That that you know of. If you have a kid, are you gonna name him Rufus or whatever your uh, your uh, what is it? The bot in universe. Uh, Ziggy. Ziggy, yeah, 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 yeah Ziggy. The, the, the wallpaper. The That would be a cute kid name, um, Ziggy. <laughs> yeah, I'm part of the the no kid group, so I'm not planning anytime soon. Another controversial topic to start with. Uh, yeah, bum, we gotta bum, have bum. we gotta have every that's that's four on every week. This is great. Everybody just <laughs> controversy after controversy. Two v two every time. So, but kind of going back to Halloween, what are y'all's top three favorite candies? 
This is a tough one, man. Max is going to say something like he doesn't eat sweets. Here it comes. Here it comes. Look at his face. I know it. I know it. (laughs) This guy's out of here. Somebody kick him. Somebody kick him. Can devs do anything about this? <laughs> Max, oh, Max. So, so uh, rather than that, your le- your top he three least favorite candies. Oh, least, least, uh, least favorite. Like if you had to eat it, you'd be sick, bro. This question stresses me the fuck out. Don't even, Why? don't even ask about oh. least. I eat, I eat so you're much candy. Reese's Pieces is gross. Okay, that's facts. That's facts. Reese's pieces sucks, but Reese's cups, Reese's cups are like top five. But Reese's pieces, like the little ones, are trash. So, so oh, have you, you guys ever out there? No, Reese's cups no, is like it's like this big. Reese's pieces is like a skittle. It's like really small. Reese's pieces are good for what they offer. I redeem myself. I, I don't. It, I don't know if you guys would qualify that as candy, but I'm a cereal guy. So okay. I can, I, I can eat cereals, but not sweet. Okay, we'll candy, like we'll candy. let you name we'll Harry let you name three cereals. <laughs> uh, Cheerios, Fire, uh, Weetabix. That's a British thing. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I'm not the fuck third that is. One, <laughs> oh, I love the uh, rice puffs, like the chocolate rice puffs. Oh, oh, like, like um, frost, no frosties, cocoa crispies, cocoa crispies. That's what like this. Yeah, co- I feel I like cocoa crispies are. I like I don't eat cereal I don't eat cereal because I don't like milk so, but back, I love cheese. Is that weird? Like I love cheese, but I hate milk. No, no. I mean, no. I'm a coffee drinker, so I I put cream in my coffee every day. No, so. I put like I have like I have like oat milk that I put in my coffee, but like it's because like I if I if I drink like dairy milk, I will like literally be on the toilet one sip in, like Dude, no doubt in you, my mind. But cheese isn't the same way to, to me. Build that sh- Hit up though. You, you need to <laughs> yeah, if you're lactose intolerant, just keep going. You're gonna make it. <laughs> Yo, get that, pills. That's actually another crazy fact, which is that in order to make cheese, what we've done is we've harvested rennet, which is a like it's a chemical inside of like cows' stomachs to make cheese, and we think Fuck. we discovered it accidentally. Fuck. People think that cheese was discovered accidentally. Don't tell me this. I, I, I do my own cheese at times, and it's pretty gross. If you like, it's it's pretty. It's a weird process. Oh, with like a cheese cloth and everything. Like, yeah, yeah. that's tedious. I don't know. Okay, but I'm gonna list my three top candies because as a sugar lover who eats tons of candy, I will go with my top three. So I'm gonna mix in one chocolate and then two like strict candies that aren't chocolate, right? So. First and foremost, top candy number one has to be a tie between Sour Patch Kids and Sour Gummy Worms. Like the trolley sour gum, sour gummy worms, fucking heat, so good. Sour, sour candy's not ever. Number two, you're an idiot. So don't tell me that topic because this sour candy is my favorite. So number two, number two is I'm gonna throw a chocolate in there. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that like I'm gonna say Reese's cups are probably like my favorite chocolate. Nope. Now nope. Reese's pieces, nope. Reese's pieces are trash. Nope. And then number three, I'm gonna say the like um, nerds, <laughs> nerds clusters, not the rope, not the regular nerds, nerds clusters. Ooh, they they come in the little the little gummy the ball. Dude, the rope, it, the cluster is basically like the rope, but just cut up into small segments. That is fire. That's my top three. 
So now we know that Tyler has a shit taste. Yeah. Job. We, we recorded yours? a pod one time, Mitch, and you literally bit a whole tomato like it was apple in the middle of the podcast. And you're telling me my taste is bad. You're biting oh. tomatoes like it's apples. Oh. That's, pretty good, That's perfect. Like, That's next time you have me on, I'll do that with listen, onion. Listen, on my screen, it's like me and, and Jubs under me, and then and then it's Mitch and Max. Is I'm leaving Mitch and Max on this this side, but I'm not talking. Me and Jub agree on a lot of things. You two can stay on this side of my screen. I'm not talking no, to well, you. Yeah. you. I, was a, I, did, I, I visited George early this, this year in the U.S., uh, and he made me try nerds. It's, it's, it's just sugar. Why don't you just it's eat sugar? Not that yeah, that's why it's good. That's why it's good. It's just sugar. <laughs> it makes no sense. And this is why Americans are obese, because we eat sugar balls. Like, it's great. <laughs> that, that in our sodas are, like, that big. Oh, dude. Yeah, just dude, I laughed so guys. hard at this this guy, on TikTok that make, this guy on TikTok that's, like, Australian, but he, like, moved to the U.S., and he makes videos about, like, the size of U.S. drinks, and it's so funny. He's like, he's like, I went and got a coffee from Starbucks, and I got the biggest cup they have. He's like, look at this thing, and he holds it next to his head, and it's this tall. And he was like, what the fuck is this? I'm sure with this, you guys are going to hate me. I think the most vile thing I've ever drink, drank in my life was Mountain Dew. Hey. I had that for the first time in the U.S. Oh, the stop gym. it. Stop it. It's Diet Mountain fire. Dew is my favorite soda. Diet I used to drink Mountain, Mountain Dew every day, and then I hit, like, 25, and then immediately it was just like, I don't have the palate for this anymore. Yeah, I Dude, know. I'm telling you, well, I'm telling you, it's different for me, too, because, like, Mountain Dew is a Pepsi product, and Pepsi was, like, started in North Carolina, like, I like the state that I live in, so literally anywhere you go, like, if you go to, listen, if you go to any restaurant anywhere else, most of the time, like, in any other state, they have, like, Coke products, right, like, Coke's, like, you know, Coke brand sodas, but in North Carolina, you'll be, like, hard-pressed to find a place that doesn't sell, like, Pepsi products over Coke products, like, that's all you have, so growing up, that's all we have to drink if you go out to eat, and you want, like, a soda when you're a kid, all they have is fucking Pepsi and Mountain Dew, because, like, Coke? it's the state, Coke like, they... This is from my state. I'd rather Pepsi's drink a water than, than a Pepsi. Pepsi. Okay, but when you're like Pepsi's... eight years old, you don't. <laughs> now, even That's back fair. then, there's no excuse. Even back then. <laughs> you knew it. The cool kids drank Coca-Cola. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. I'm, hold on. I'm, I'm currently flooring all my humans at the moment. <laughs> but, but going a bit back to, to talking about candy is... Job, but you seem to be a bit of a sweet tart. So, uh, what's your favorite <laughs> candy? Sweet tart. You know, I'm. I don't know about so. How how broad this is? You like came into my fucking candy kingdom and are asking me questions to pick favorites. So, like, I gotta ask a, a leading question here. Like, if I wanted to say like a plain chocolate bar, am I allowed to specify what? company or brand we're talking about um yeah i'd say yeah categorize it by companies i think it'd be easier because otherwise yeah okay because if i'm no idea chad i think i think in my top three we've got a plain chocolate bar but it's not fucking hershey's you know what i mean okay but let's go hershey's is mid hershey's is so mid it's it's mid it's mid in the u.s and globally it's trash that's that's what I've come to realize. Uh, I had a buddy back in yeah, yo, I had a buddy who his uh, his mother was Swiss German, and so or like they spoke Swiss German and like they were 
all about it. So he'd go to Switzerland every like like two times a year and bring back Gruyere and chocolate with hazelnuts. On unlike anything Swiss you can chocolate, get a- yeah, Swiss chocolate is really kind of like the pinnacle of like sweets. It was fucking crazy. They make okay, good chocolate but, and good watches. <laughs> Dude, yeah. So let's go. I'm gonna I'm gonna go simple and clean for me, right? I'm gonna say Reese's. I'm gonna say second is the Cadbury Carmelo, chocolate and caramel. That's where it's at. And then number three, I'm gonna say. Um, so uh, what is it? Lint makes those little round fucking truffle things. The milk ones. Oh, are I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they they're all they're individually wrapped. They're little round boys. They got like a chocolate shell and then an even softer chocolate uh like ganache yeah, inside yeah, yeah. crazy though that's my top three all all chocolate because candy is chocolate done done we can, well, well, we can then i have to revert my vote back because i thought you were talking about candy candy because we did we differentiate that so these people we say candy's trash chocolate's good but i thought but you're I, british I'll, I'll redeem myself <laughs> <laughs> Make I, pay my, I, I pay my taxes in Switzerland, mate. So I guess I'm, Swiss, I'm just messing. Yeah. All right. So I what's your what's your top my... three then? Mine. No, Max. Max, because he said he's taking back what he said because he thought we were just talking I about candy, talking candy. candy. Okay, but now that, that you, if it's just broad, candy. like you can say anything, Eastern any kind of sweet, man. what would you say? Uh, dark chocolate with salt, with salt, sea salt. That's, okay, that's fire. That's yeah, that's name. a fire combo. Um, oh, Cadbury flaky, like flake. That's that's typical British. Those that's are insane. Awesome. Those are fucking insane, <laughs> dude. They're that's so good. And uh, last one would be. Uh, I don't fucking know. I'd say. Salt. Yeah, no. I'd, I'd say normal black chocolate, like dark chocolate. I like like. 80% dark chocolate, something like that. Yeah. I think dark chocolate is, like, super fire with, like, coffee. Like, the afternoon coffee and chocolate, I feel like it's really good. Try it with whiskey and you'll you'll thank me. Oh, no, maybe don't. Your liver will suffer. Dude, I gotta get, like, brown liquor is really just fucking irk my soul. I need to... Dude, it's it's just rough. Dude, it's... Fucking It's hard. Like, I'll drink it. It's like, if there's, like, multiple... Yeah, like I'm, like I'm like a not a brown liquor type of person. But if there's like, if there's like, like a bunch of people drink it and like I get offered it, like I will drink it. But like it's not gonna be like I'm gonna go to the bar and get like a fucking like neat whiskey or like a neat bourbon. Like there's no shot, you know what I mean? Like that's not what I'm getting off the rip at all. Yeah, man. But, but it's, it's I don't know. It's good. It's good though. It's good. It warms. I mean, I I mean, no, it's not I mean, good. I'm getting no, Jub. You you live like up the coast, right? Like somewhere up there yeah i'm in new york i'm i'm up there yeah are you upstate or just like in new york uh that's in new york that's a really complicated question because when okay. you're in the city i'm upstate but i went to school like by the canadian border and i'd go over there and i'd be like hey yeah yeah, yeah i'm from upstate new york and they're like where like albany or north and i was like no no yeah. no 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 like, north of the city they're like bro we're upstate now <laughs> you ain't from upstate yeah. Yeah. Okay. So maybe my my whole point in this is that like, I feel like He's dark liquors are very like dark, dark liquors are very like warming, and I feel like you both both Jub and Max live somewhere where it gets pretty cold pretty quickly. So I feel like it's a, you know, if I if I lived in Switzerland or in New York, I'd probably drink like 
brown licorice in the winter time if I if I did because I feel like it would be very warm. But what? you know, he, you know, here here in North Carolina, where in the summer it gets like 110, I'm not gonna sip one of those in the middle of the afternoon and feel like I'm gonna die because it's so fucking yeah, but that's- hot. That's when you drink te- in the summer. You drink tequila, though. That's the whole. That's, I've been, that's I've been drinking. Thing. I've been drinking tequila since I was eighteen because I drank it like one night and it was really bad. <laughs> I will never drink it again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting bad flashbacks with tequila. Yeah, yeah. Tequila, tequila was always like that one liquor that, like, when I was like seventeen, eighteen, I would drink with my friends, and it always just got like really bad really quickly. Like it was just like a couple shots, I... and I would like not remember anything. <laughs> I honestly prefer to. Tequila against like vodka or bourbon or whiskey. And gold tequila. Ugh, fuck, that's awful. Um, I think now the biggest craze is mezcal. Everybody's drinking mezcal at the point. I'm, I'm on the fence with it. I like it sometimes. I don't like it all the time. But mezcal is being that kind of like new the hipster, the yeah. bougie tequila for people that can afford it. Kind Max, of <laughs> Max looks like a hipster. I'll I'll agree to that. I will say my favorite, my favorite, my favorite vodka is, is Belvedere, which I think is Polish. Belvedere. Let me look. Mr. Fucking Polish, Fancy yeah. over here. Holy shit. Yeah. I drink it on occasions. I've like, I have like a, I have, I have like a really tall bottle of that. You know, I sip it on like occasions. Um. I get uh, nobody okay. asked me from, my from favorite candy. Oh no! Yeah, oh, yes, dude. If I, I, I'm, I'm a tea, I'm a Tito's guy. Like, if it's just normal everyday activities, it's Tito's every day. It's like twenty bucks a bottle. I don't care. Mitch goes. No one asked me, and then gets up and just doesn't say anything. <laughs> dude, this is what I, I missed. I, I, I haven't been on the podcast in three weeks, and these are the things that I miss. I miss this shit. Right. Or when but he I just turns. Like it. We just see the we see the Smirnoff bottle in the back, just hanging out there, just chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got like a blankie. <laughs> Oh, I've got to so get cute. comfy because you guys make me feel unwelcomed on my own podcast. <laughs> Do I get the world? Yeah. All right, give us your robot? top three. Give us your top three, please. <clears throat> so uh, the uh, people have waited, but <clears throat> the people have been asking. <clears throat> my top candy is the Reese's. Take five. <clears throat> okay. That's dense. I feel like it's really dense, and I don't like that. Yeah, that kind of thing. Max is looking this up. Max is like a, it's like a candy a Reese's, but in a candy bar, and it's no, got, it's like, got like, like no, it's no, got, it's got other shit in it. It's got like other shit. Caramel, caramel, peanut butter, chocolate. Listen, I used to eat them a lot, but like I feel like it's too dense. That's sugar. That's way too much in a. In a in no. A but but shouldn't you be looking for that so you bite 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 out of this rather than being like Max and drinking a whole bottle of whiskey, with <laughs> salt, milk, chocolate bars. See, it's much much easier, and that's like I'm kind of slowly becoming a bit bit of a foodie. So uh, with that. I kind of prefer. I I don't I don't know. Foodie includes includes take fire uh, Reese's bar. No, no, but um, but 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 what I mean by that is the 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 type of flavors you look for. Like you you are not like oh I need something savory or I need something so we you look for kind of the combo. I, I love this like right? 
I, I love the idea of people calling themselves foodies. I don't know why, but it always makes me giggle. Like as someone, cause you know, like you work in the kitchen, you don't call yourself a foodie, even if, even though you like, you understand and develop your palate and like learn how to combine flavors. You never call yourself a foodie. You'll call yourself like a better cook or in some cases, depending on your position, like a chef, but like foodie is like, I don't know. It always, it always tickles me that line. I I'll say foodie is a definition for someone that likes to eat, but doesn't want to say I'm overeating every day. It's my fifth meal today, but I'm trying because I'm a foodie. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a foodie. foodie. <laughs> you're eating because you're bored. Taco Bell is not a foodie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Sorry, Stutter. <laughs> so what's the second one? Yeah, Mitch. <laughs> I think your first one flopped. We jumped. We jumped on the first. one. I wasn't even. Two. I wasn't even laughing that hard until I looked over at Jump and Jump was dying, so, and then, then that's that's why I started laughing because of Jump. Doesn't even matter anymore, guys. I, I blame Jump. Blame Jump for your problems. <laughs> then, then I uh, like those like those Mento uh, gummies or Lifesaver gummies. Those are good. Okay. okay. They're fire. I like the Lifesaver gummies. It, they're kind of like simple, but tasty. I like those. Rolling yeah. them under my fingers, like wear them like then, rings, eat them off. Dude, the worst thing ever as a kid was, do you remember we used to get like the little bracelets that was like on a string and it had like the little hard candies and you would eat them and that shit was disgusting. <laughs> Dude, like I'm like a little kid sweating, like dirty playing outside and I'm like gnawing at this candy that tastes like rocks on my hand. <laughs> I was talking about this to my wife the other day, and I was like, "I was like, that is so unsanitary. Like, why the fuck did we used to do that? That's so then, gross. Then, it's your immune they, system." But but now, as an adult, they do a, like they do underwear of that. Where I'm like, this is the weirdest thing ever. Yeah, but like I feel like as a kid, every time I always had one of those on, I was always like playing outside. So like it was like the fact that I was like not clean, like that I was eating off yeah, of my arm. But but I you, think, you, I think we, you think you are clean when you are wearing candy underwear? I don't care how. I would at least shower are. first. Hot take: I'm putting my mouth there anyway, so like, candy's fine. Number three, <laughs> candy underwear. Whenever me and Gum are hanging out. Wow. <laughs> Jeb, that was a fire take. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was just about to go say, I say we finally know why COVID didn't exist back then. It was because we had a better immune system. But I guess you taught me with that one, Jeff. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, right. Jeff, so let you know. Did you buy these underwears? Mm -hmm. This this kind of leads us to our next <laughs> next topic, which is Does like, it? what is a weird food combo that you and enjoy? Oh, I have a good one. Max, Let's hear it, Max. You take it away. Take it away. Pickle. So you do pickled onions, the red with red onion, <laughs> ideally. Toast, preferably white bread, peanut butter, and pickled onions. I try it. somehow I put it in my together in my head before you even said pickled onions. I was like, someone's gonna say pickles and peanut butter, and I'm gonna be. Yeah, I, that's what I was waiting for. As soon as you said pickle, I thought peanut butter, but I didn't think on bread. But maybe that's like you mixing it's your good. your your heritage of beans on toast and then something else that you like, which is weird. <laughs> no, no, go, beans on toast. Try it. Thank mm. you later. Oh, that's that's fucking weird. 
to be honest, I don't even think beans on toast is weird, be, 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 because it's like a, you mix beans and a does not. Rice. But doesn't it make the There's toast really like soggy? Two different, dude. You you, you you go to Subway, get a sandwich in thirty seconds. I don't get that, Subway is like bottom tier sub. I will work. never eat. Subway. No, it's not. I was gonna so say, it, do I go to Subway? Dude, I'd rather go to, like, go a local sandwich shop go, or, like, somewhere that's, like, Jersey, Jersey Mike's. Mike. That, that shit's going to be soggy in the first 30 seconds, man. Well, it depends. Like, if you get, like, oils and shit on it, maybe. But, the, anyways, we're getting distracted Bread. on beans on toast. Bread is not built to hold Try itself it. together. I think I'll, if I can find someone that will pickle some onions for me because I don't know how, nor will I want to, I'll, I'll, I'll try it. Um... Well, I'm trying to think. I, this is literally my so topic, also, and I don't have an answer. Oh, I oh I have an answer. So he's you gonna say candy, like some, some, candied underwear. Some type of Take five. Ribeye. You get some candy underwear. <laughs> Just joking. Wrap that shit up. No. <laughs> like a burrito. Put put it on him. Put the ribeye in Jub's mouth. Joking. This Jesus. is getting a little weird. But so you get you cook a base sweet potato like you would a baked potato. Then you get like some type of sirloin, some ribeye. Then then you you get the sweet potato. You you kind of like cover the top of the meat with it and then you put blue cheese on it top blue cheese blue cheese is a fucking mistake i'll say that blue cheese is always like a no-go for me like anything with blue cheese i I really i really liked you this entire podcast but until you said blue cheese is a fucking this is why jub is my man i'm buying a hop another hopper after this this man jub always has good takes good takes come from jub every time blue cheese is the shit Blue no. cheese definitely is. Max probably but makes his own blue what cheese. What I think it is is that <laughs> that, that, that Jub, Jub and Big T, rather than eating blue cheese, all they eat is dinosaur chicken and nuggets all day. But wait, I'm yes. not talking about the American style well, blue cheese. I'm talking about the proper, you know, nice like French rock blue cheese. What's, but, what's the stuff. difference? Not the what's the difference? On Not their the side of the world, they don't eat. They they don't have ranch, which is a travesty in and of itself. I never had mayo. That's what I'm saying, and you don't know what you're missing out on until you dunk a buffalo wing and like just drip the ranch off of. Oh, I hit my mic. Drip the ranch yeah, off I of it. Want to try that. Like if if dude, you said to me, dude, I will send you. I, I will try, send you. A, I'll send. I'll send you a bottle like to your office. Like if you tell me, I'll, I will literally mail it to you. <laughs> No, no, I'll come to Texas. We'll, we'll, I have to try the buffalo. Oh, don't come to Texas. Texas is a no. Texas is a mid state. Come to the Carolinas. That's where you want to be. Texas is mid. I'm, I'm not getting in that battle of what is a better state than the other. I know it's a very political you, thing with you guys in the you, US. You can come with Banjo and I. So I'm getting a damn. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ! Don't, don't, don't go to San Antonio, but. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think you got one me? yesterday too. Me? Yeah, you were like dude, in the middle of stream, and you're just like, ah, oh, kids get be getting snatched up all over the place, huh? And then put no, your- dude, <laughs> dude, it is always in San Antonio, Texas, always. Dude, yeah, sure. I live se- seven hours away from there. 
this guy must be going fucking 200 miles per, per hour to be in <laughs> Dallas all ready. Oh, holy shit. But listen to but my hot with, take. Listen, listen to my food take no, really quick. No, no. Fuck. Sh- sh- shut up. You <laughs> don't dip a buffalo of wing and ranch. You dip it in blue cheese and it tastes much, much better. I... Jub uh, Jub has worked in the kitchen and Jub is agreeing with me, so I'll take Jub on this one. Jub is yeah. Jub eats the dinosaur chicken nuggets though. You're damn yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Listen, listen, so this is a this is a weird food combo that my wife introduced me to that's actually like super fire that like you would never put together, right? So it's apparently it's like a Midwestern thing. But they make like chili, you know, like a homemade chili, like a uh, meat and base chili, whatever. And then they dunk cinnamon rolls into it. So, like, whereas, like, here in the South, we would use, like, cornbread or, like, toast or crackers or something like that to, like, you know, to put some saltiness into the chili. They literally will take, like, a cinnamon roll with the icing on it and everything and, like, just break it apart. Hot? Dunk ski. (sighs) Yes. Dude, and it sounds weird as fuck, but, like, the sweet, savory combo of chili and a cinnamon roll is, like... It's so fucking good. You just have, you probably, have to try it. It's probably so good, but that's so fucking American, dude. You're dude like, it's super say. American. It's, it's super American. And we dunk it in meat soup, Max, basically. Like meat stew. Like, Max is I'm like not saying Americans aren't obese. Like a calories, and then meanwhile, Tyler's like breaking 3,000. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm putting like 4,000 calories a day. I have a serious question to you Americans because this is it's a trend that's slowly coming over to Europe that we find very weird but I do want to try I'm ashamed to admit milkshake and you dip your fries what the fuck yes dude fuck dude, yeah it's so it's elite it's elite you have to try it Max is you have really? to try it because I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah, go yeah, to Burger it, King it, tomorrow and I'll grab a milkshake yeah it's like and, and Burger King fries are actually kind of good like low key so I think that's a good that's, that's a good starting point it's the closest fast food to my place. Um, Burger King, but but, but the thing Burger is, Burger King's uh, like I don't know how Burger Kings are in Europe, but Burger Kings in America are like low key kind of ass, except the fries. Like I like the fries, but their food is not. They that are good. bottom bottom tier. Yeah, they're pretty bad. More bottom than a McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. And the one, the but, video I saw about the guy kind of getting excited about it, he had like a bacon milkshake on top of it. So you had a bacon milkshake with fries dipped in it. You have bacon milkshakes? Like, what the fuck? No, not us. It was some, it was some guy, random guy oh. in the US that I saw a video. Oh yeah, that that's an American. Yeah, that sounds kind of like USC. So that's cool. That is something I'd like to try again. We have a Wendy's over here, and people are always like, "Dude, the Baconator is so good." I have gone in a single time, and it's fucking terrible. Get it? Get the triple. Triple, the triple Baconator. Triple, or you can get the but, Son of Baconator. This is this section is sponsored by Wendy's. You can get the the Son of Baconator, <laughs> which is like the it's the Whopper Junior equivalent, and so it's like a smaller burger, but it's like still, you know, more bacon than let, a human should eat in like a week. Let me ask you guys this: Do you do you guys find yourselves like, do you find yourselves tending to like, if you really like something like like a, a certain type of not even a certain type of food like a certain food Tyler, from a certain place? Tyler, yeah. pause, pause. So um. Something happened and Max's device is not capable to record. So Are we I not don't recording? Know what's going on there? Max. Max is here. I can, can see Can you hear us? Yes, but I'm 
telling you of what's going on on the production side. It says max 25 devices. Not well, just Discord DM him. Decoy. I'm going to pee really quick and grab a drink, and then we'll continue. And we are live again. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. <laughs> Welcome to episode 15.5. More so like 15.9, but... Let's get through a couple more topics. So, uh, Max, Jub, what is y'all's worst habit, and why don't you quit doing it? Putting the boys on the spot. What do y'all suck at? In uh, why no. Jub is sucking the vape, and that's his bad habit. Yep. Like literally vaping. Um. Vegas really screwed me over with that because I was like, you know, I was having a good time and I was down to like 1% nicotine for a really long time. You know, they sell like bottles at 3%, bottles at 0%. I'd buy like three or four bottles of the 0% and then cut it with the 3%. Um, so I was getting down, I was getting down. And then I went to Vegas and one of my mods pulled up and was like, Oh, I got all these free vapes. You want these free vapes? And I was like, I want those free vapes. And so those were 5%. So now, you know, I got and my 5%. Five, if, if, if you're on like 3 or like 2 and you and you just go back to 5, that shit rips. So yeah, that, that shit's yeah. rough. And so I'm, <clears throat> I'm in the process of getting myself back down to 3, then getting myself back to 1, and then eventually working my way down to 0. But I did smoke cigarettes for like 8 years. So it's definitely, it's been a long time coming. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when me and Jubba were hanging out in Vegas. Jubba, like, he gave me as a vape, and he's like, dude, do you want to hit? Because, because if you, if you vape, mind, you cannot not mind, share. Keep in mind, I don't vape. So I vaped when my ex and I broke up, and I bought a, and I bought a pack of cigarettes back when i worked at amazon because the job sucked <laughs> but but then a job like passed it to me i did the tiniest hit i'm like <laughs> he's like this is terrible <laughs> why'd you do this to me jubby yeah but, you, you definitely didn't ask to hit it i definitely was like here do this do it do it pussy and i'm like yes job <laughs> yes job <laughs> But yeah, I vape for like six years though, so I'm glad I don't anymore. But I still like want to like all the time. Like I'll still get the urge, and I'll still like if we're out drinking and like one of my friends has one, like I'll hit it. Or like if one of my friends has yeah. like a cigarette and we're out drinking, like it's a to me like now like nicotine's more of like a social thing. Like I won't do it at home, but like it's that's, if I'm out and that's about, what I'm working towards. I mean that's that's my thing with cigarettes now. Like I in Vegas, sure I'll buy like a pack of smokes and I'll be at the bar drinking and smoking and that's fun. But like. You know, in normal life, the only time I'll ever have a cigarette, like, I got a buddy who plays bass in a band, and every month they play a show at this same venue, um, and their drummer is a cigarette smoker. And so, you know, maybe once a month, once every other month, I'll pull up to their show, and we'll be outside together, I'll be hitting my vape, he'll be hitting his cigarette, and then he'll offer me one. And sometimes I'll say yes, but like, you know, that part is definitely out of my, my ritual. Yeah. Max, what is your biggest flaw? 
<laughs> it was worst habit, not biggest flaw. Jesus. He's gonna finish. He's gonna finish that bottle tonight. No, uh, to me, it's, I, I'd say uh, whiskey because I kind of associated whiskey with de-stressing, uh, and my mm. past job was very stressful. So it kind of, without really realizing, I was taking like a glass or two a day. Uh, you know, when you come back from work, you do stress, and I have sleep problems, so it was kind of like mellowing me out a bit. Um, yeah. So I, I kind of got in a habit very quickly of, of, and you forget that it's hard liquor. You know, beer is okay, I, I guess, even though it's not the best, but you're still drinking some whiskey, hard liquor. So I'd say whiskey, I try to dial it down uh, by a lot. So uh, yeah. it's definitely a risky one. I'd say that would be a habit I'm trying to kick off a bit, I'll be, I'll be honest. Yeah, my biggest thing with like these type of vices, whether it be smoking doing weed and doing any type of drug and drinking is has it cost too much money i thought and something my... really wisdom was gonna come like something really powerful. yeah yeah i thought it was gonna be like it, it's detrimental to my life ambitions and he's like nah it's expensive man fuck that i mean see, uh, see keep in mind like two of my jobs i make no money with and then my other job i make like $500 per week, which isn't the most, it's not the least, but be, but because of that, to then balance like drinking, doing weed, on top of that, to doing me, the it weed. doesn't make Doing a sense. weed, you know, <laughs> doing a you weed know. like me and my young folks' <laughs> friends do, we do a weed together. You, you, you know how those kids do when they get together. They <laughs> pull out the box and they You're smoke injecting the weeds. their weed into themselves. Smoking the devil's lettuce. Exactly. And then they're like, sheesh, I'm, sm I'm doing the weeds. <laughs> I'm smoking the weeds. And they're injecting heroin in their veins. <laughs> oh, that, that vape hits so good. Sheesh. <laughs> but... No, it is like it, like when I like used to vape, like I like vape for like six years, and like at the height, bro, like it is expensive. I'd probably spend like like a like a cool like a good vape, so like twenty thirty bucks, and I'd go through like one a week. So that's like what a hundred hundred twenty dollars a month just on like vapes that like I just like yeah. throw out, like throw out in the How trash. How much cigarettes in U.S.? A pack huh? of cigarettes like six dollars, like seven. No. No, no, okay. six, seven. If you're if you're like in New York where a job lives, it's it's incredibly expensive. In the South, it's like, it's like six, seven dollars. When I quit, I was spending eleven dollars per pack. Yeah, up north, up north, it's a lot more expensive. In Florida, you can get a pack of cigarettes at a gas station for like four or five dollars. Last well, time, Max, last you have time to, I... Max, we like here in like the especially like in the southeast or like it's like Texas Eastern, like over here, like we like. The Southeast grows, like, all the tobacco in the U.S. So, like, we grow the tobacco, so it's way cheaper here because you don't have to, like, transport it that far. Like, you like you pack the cigarettes here in the state, and then they just, like, distribute them. Like, But if you live, like, in New York, they don't, like, you have to send it all up there. So that's why it's way more expensive. We also tax the fuck out of everything that we can. So it's just, yeah. you know. When I was driving up, when I was driving up the coast a couple weeks ago, I I had to get on the turnpike and took the not the the big bridge into New York, the the second one, the George or the Cuomo bridge, you know, the one that goes into like the Bronx or Brooklyn or something. It's like the second, the, the newer one, okay. the big long bridge. Okay. No. I took the bridge. The they they make you pay five dollars to get onto the bridge, and then you pay five dollars at the end of the bridge. <laughs> 
much. Bro, okay, first of all, this is like a New Yorker and New Jersey thing only. So anyone who hears this is not going to give a fuck. It is not the Cuomo Bridge. It is the Tappan Bridge. It is, or a we, podcast. As New Yorkers, we did not endorse the name change that happened to this bridge. It is the Tappan Bridge. The ta- well, anyway, they make you pay. If you want to know, Max, they make you pay just to use Do it, and you stop. have to use it, so you have to pay. Yeah. But anyways, my my worst flaw is I. What is my worst flaw? I bite my I, uh, I bite I bite my fingernails like I have like a nervous like tick and I've had it like my whole life like whenever I'm like super nervous or like uncomfortable like I always bite my fingernails and like I'm what twenty almost twenty five and I still bite my fingernails all the time. And it's like something I tro- like I like I I actively like if I'm doing it and I'll think about it like I actively will, like stop but like if I'm in like like a big crowd or something that like makes me feel like really uncomfortable like I will like constantly especially if I'm like driving and there's like a lot of traffic and I feel like really like on edge like I'm always like biting my fingernails like it's like su- it's such a bad habit and everyone's like why don't you just stop like bro I know I need to st-. like it's just like a nervous habit it's not like I just like do it on purpose it's interconnected with the with the smoking and the vaping thing cuz that you know what I mean? The the biting of the nails. It's like to the, some yeah, degree. yeah. So to some degree, it's like a perfectionism to like, like sometimes I'll be sitting there and I'll be like, oh, that part looks wrong, and I'll try to like even it out. But it is, it's that oral <laughs> fixation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and also like I feel like if you're like a nervous or like an anxious, like I'm a pretty like anxious person. I have like a good like baseline of anxiety all the time, and I feel like I yep. just. When you're when you have like things that you kind of like trade out like one vice for another like I used to like vape all the time and now I don't but then like I'm like it kind of like Max's boat like every day after work like I'll have like a couple of beers or like a drink here or there just to like chill out like just because like work was stressful all day um, so like I definitely feel like I just like it's just always just passing around like a way to mitigate feeling like anxious or like stressed all the time. Amen to that. Doomer, me. Life, my, stressful. <laughs> my biggest flaw is my need for affirmations. We're back to this one. From the back to the top. sad boy. No, but but like I need to know that I'm doing good, or else I'll get in my head. And it's easy to do that when you do a podcast, when you do Twitch. It's very easy to get into your own head and be like, you're not doing enough. What can we do? So to to have somebody be like, dude, you're doing so good. Like that makes me feel better. So, so it's not even a sad boy thing. It's a like, I yeah. just need I to, to I be told that. I'm doing good. It's not a flaw in, in my opinion. I think it's just something that everybody is. Some can take positive reinforcement, some take negative reinforcement as, you know, pushing yeah. them forward. I don't think that, I think it's just, I think our society kind of got used to kind of pushing negativity first. So I think it's actually, yeah. I think anybody in this podcast and in this space and in this planet will say that they need positive reinform, reinforcement. Some thrive under it more than others, but yeah. Um, I think you need, but you need to also accept the the negative though. Like you, you, I think it's it's a flaw if you only can take the positive but not the negative. But I don't yeah. think you're that. Type, so, from what yeah. I know. So I haven't been cancelled yet, but I did kind of take that, and I'm like, maybe we don't talk about that for a bit. But but it's things like that that you can kind of hear 
you can bring them in. But if people only talk about the bad, right? Like you guys know. So if something doesn't sell out, people will come and say, oh, I love the art, but why isn't it sold out? Which then you you internalize and see, see that and say, oh, things haven't sold out. And you completely ignore the fact he's like, dude, I love the, the art. Well, I mean, and so it, and it like, goes even further than that, right? Like, I'm sure, Max, maybe you can identify with this to some degree. It's like, even after selling out, it's like, you know, people being like, oh, hey, so why no price go up more? And you're just like, I mean, like, yeah. And it doesn't matter how many people come into the server that day to be like, yo, you guys are fucking killing it. Like, it's, you know, you keep keep hustling, keep making moves. When you see that, like, one comment, like, our brain fixates on that one comment that doesn't support you over the ones that do and you're just like fuck yeah i mean like i wish price would go up more why, why not number go up more you know and so it's you I know think, it's a constant struggle i think the difficulty now if you're putting a relation to that in with a project and i don't know if you can relate to that job but it's the fact that the line of work that we're in is often the negative is something that's 100 percent out of our control I, you know, if I could control floor, I would do. You know, I'd do it, right? So, so the negatives, like I'm very good at like taking critique of what I fucked up, or what I could have done better, or anything. I think it's important for me to kind of learn and, like, I took responsibility in saying I, I kind of felt very comfortable as a project going to live in Discord, but I should have branched out on Twitter more and be more active there in spaces and stuff. Um, I, I'll own up to that any time of the day. But when somebody comes up and says. Uh, you know this or that to the project that i can't control that will bug me the entirety of the day that will like follow me the entire i'm like because you're kind of like figuring out how can you solve it even though you have to accept that it's something that you can't really solve like especially in this market it's sometimes shit is just weird you just there's no other way of saying it sometimes dude i mean we had someone come in so like we had like a week where we pumped from like 60 to like a little over 100 like we t i think we touched 120 really briefly and then Naturally, as it happens with any kind of like run up, people started listing. And so eventually we came back down, we like touched under 100 again. And someone was like, yo, why is the floor, you know, why, why is the floor coming down? And I'm like, well, why I don't have go up. Yeah, like, I don't have the perfect answer here. I mean, of course, I managed to kind of like find my answer in my understanding of the markets where I'm like, okay, well, a lot of these people who are listing for like 90 today, bought them at 40, you know, x months ago yeah. so they're like over here making their 2x so i can't like yeah. you know that's a homie getting gains good for them but at the same mm -hmm. time it's like it is that struggle where from the outside people will look at it as like well floor crashing now number go up now number go down why number go down <laughs> so it's you know it's a constant it little dance we do yeah my thing with that that is you guys obviously have the fan bases. Everybody knows what Happy Operas is. Everybody knows what Universe 25 is like for the most part. Awesome. But with me, I'm, mine is like building that audience. Because well, I, think... I do have what I do over here. But it's like there's... 2,000 people that love what you guys are doing, and there's a single person that's, like, talking shit. Yeah. So it's super easy to focus on that single person. But my th thing is, like, am I doing enough to build that those 2,000 fans? 
Yeah, which, but that I, you have I, to honestly go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, I was I was reading a thing um, earlier this week that's like. It's kind of like how like like we, we as like humans like our brains work and like how the fact that like we they use like the example like you you like you like smoke cigarettes or like smoke vapes or like drink or whatever and like for like 90% of like the longevity of that like you see no consequences right like you only see the effects of that like when you're like older like you might get like cancer if you've smoked for like 40 years or something like that but for like the run up to it like you don't see any like results from that and so it's like you don't realize the negative results for 90 percent of like the longevity of doing something and the same thing is like we we realize that right like if you smoke one cigarette you're not going to die but like if you do it a long time you might and then it's like the same like our brains just don't like allow us to think of that way like on the inverse like you go to the gym one time and you get like a good pump in and you like look in the mirror like why no big now like why no muscles you know what i mean and then it's just like it's easy to get down on yourself because you like are expecting some sort of like immediate like satisfaction or gratification from something that you're passionate about but like just as like we know that like you know negative consequences come like 90 percent after you've done this thing for like a long time then the same thing with like sometimes like you know positive um positive like things come like after like a long period of like doing something that you're like passionate about you know you don't go to the gym once and get swole so like i th- I, I, yeah. I think it's important to take that like into like other areas of like owning a project or like you know streaming things like that like you know you don't see like that gratification overnight oftentimes also it's it's like i think it shouldn't go without saying that like most people who are out here like creating content you know are either have been doing it for a long fucking time or are in the place that we're in right like i'm putting in this in this phrasing i'm putting like you know, my Twitter space in line with, you know, this podcast. There are more people who watch an episode of the podcast than listen to Hopper House, you know, a week after it's released, more often than not. And so for, like, all that shit you were saying, like, oh, 2000, this, that, and the other, I'm still out here continuing to build, like, a content rollout system and you guys are out here outpacing me. So there is, there's like power in uh, like taking victories where you get them at the same time. And I mean, I'm not gonna be, you know, like a shillin' villain Twitter space. I'm never gonna have 900 people listening to me, but it's because I'm like, one, I haven't been doing it for very long, and two, it's not the kind of content that those 900 people are interested in seeing. And so yeah. I'll I'll build that fan base of people who actually want to hear what I have to say about a given topic, and I'll just keep doing it until they tell their friends to tune in this week, and then that person gets involved as well. Shillin' Villain was just in some hot water drama the past couple of days. Bro, I love I love that shit so much. I love dude, it. I love the Twitter drama more than anything, dude. I'm like I'm I fucking eat it up. Like what? Drama oh. boys got drama. Like that's not news. But this is this why me and my boy Joe, me and my boy Job are just like on, on, on party. <laughs> y'all, y'all line up on so many things, and I'm not sure if you, you guys know like how much you line up yet. But next, you, know, po- you guys should like yeah. talk, talk politics, talk about next like, pod. We talk about the destruction of the Roman Empire. A fan favorite of mine <laughs> and Job's. <laughs> Well, anyway, it's a little, let's change topics. <laughs> <laughs> Scott is like, so, 
I'm gonna so move locations you, again. Give me a sec. You are all a good job. We'll just ask it. If you had to be an animal for a week, what would you be? Didn't I have this question already? Oh no, what animal could I punch? Which is probably one of my Same top thing. three favorite favorite topics of like any of our podcasts. I love that topic. Um, I think, I think my favorite. I think I would be a bird. Even though, even though Mitch hates birds, I think being a bird would be cool because you could fly around and see a bunch of cool shit. So I'd be a bird for a week. And then I'd grab you by your wings and go <laughs> fucking break you, motherfucker. Get fucked up, bitch. Max. I'd be a fish. Whale, whale shark. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Okay. Anything deep down under there, I want to see what's deeper down in the ocean. I'd say. Okay. Uh, cliche, but I'd like to. Max likes to go That's... deep. <laughs> hey. Max. <laughs> Max is always deep. Which candy? I have never had ranch. I never smoked a cigarette in my life. I'm telling you, bro. Hit me in the DMs. I will send you a bottle of ranch. We'll send you ranch, cigarettes, and a milkshake to dip your fries in. The American package. <laughs> yeah, the American package, yeah. The American dream. That's what we call it. So, so and a Mountain Dew. A, a rabbit. A rabbit? Why? Why? Be, because there's a motto when like people like have sex a ton they, that they say oh you've been fucking like a rabbit so I, I knew so, it was coming the moment you said there's a thing he goes like oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so I so I'm not saying that that as a human being I'd like to fuck rabbits but but say I turned into a Clip rabbit it. I'm obviously yeah. going to have so I didn't. I didn't give my fun fact. I didn't give my my fun fact one before, but now I have one. You know that the intercourse with a rabbit takes between six and ten seconds. Perfect. Sounds normal. It <laughs> sounds like the average. I'm completely on target. <laughs> but 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 then I could go from a rabbit babe to a rabbit babe to Lola the rabbit to like. Jesus Christ. <laughs> What? And if I was a big you enough bird, I, if I was a big enough bird like a falcon, I would just swoop down and eat you. Then, uh, then I'd turn back into a human, grab you by your wings, and go. Then I'd uh, come into your eyes. I think what? I'd go cat. Drop it. Pick him. Pick an animal. Oh. Have we Jimmy? lost him? The come in the eyes made him disconnect. <laughs> it's like, I'm not. Uh, you there? The guy came in his. I'm just rugging over here, you know. Server. Typical. I think he's there. Just rugging, you know. Typical jab. Yeah. I did it last Jabby, time I was here. Can you hear us? Yes, yes, I can. But not this time. Max did rug and surprisingly I did it. Oh, I am rugged. That is something I was so worried about these past couple of DJ reports is if, Cause if, I'm if I here. lost connection, we were shit out of luck, but it didn't happen. So it's like, 
cool, cool. <laughs> that was so perfect. That was such a perfect timing. That was so great. Just always rugging. Jump, dude. Yeah, that was so yeah. funny. Mitch was like, no I was so worried I would rug, but it didn't happen. And as soon as the words left his mouth, your screen just like went off the fucking, your camera just turned off. And it was so great. You're like, ah, shit. But, Jub, what type of animal would you be for a week? I would probably go with cat, I think. Bro, we're talking that's, that was like my second answer, because like cats are just chilling, bro. Like, they're fucking chilling. Yeah, but I'm afraid to be a bird, because I feel box. like if I was a bird, I'd probably fuck something up, crash into something, and break all my bones, because they got hollow bones. Hit a, hit a like power cats, line, just fucking evaporate. <laughs> dude, and then you're done. But, like, cats, you got the agility, you got the flexibility, you could be long cat, you could be up, like, a fucking scared cat, you know what I mean? You could be all kinds of shapes, you could be, like, you got claws and teeth, so you can, like, theoretically, if you're smart enough as a cat, you could open a can of tuna. You don't even need humans, Yo, but, but, you go up to a human, up. you go up to a human, they're gonna feed you. So I got free food, I got access to almost all surfaces... You shit in a box? Yeah! Shit in a box. I, bro, I Jub, can... Jub does that even now. <laughs> <laughs> it works. And it works. That's why I think I wanted to be a fish, because you don't have to clean yourself. That's gross to me, that aspect of thinking about having to clean yourself. <laughs> You're just in the water. You're just always just, just cleaned up. I'm chilling. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you, do we want to ask uh, topic twelve just real quick because that was an easy topic. Topic yeah, twelve. Let's do, let's do topic, topic twelve and then, and then we'll wrap up. Got you, got you. So, Jubby, Maxi, Big T, what's been the best date you've ever gone on? The best date. Best, best date. date. Don't worry, your, your girlfriends have, have not watched this far. We were two hours in. No one's watched this far. No, I was gonna. I, th that's nobody, it's. My problem is the opposite, because I was gonna. I was gonna say it was probably the first date with my current girlfriend, but I'm trying to like search. I mean, I've been on so few dates. You know what I mean, like. Dude, my. I, mean, I will tell you mine, my, my girlfriend, or not my girlfriend, my now wife, when she was my girlfriend, um, she, she like planned out like this picnic, like basically like hired, like hired this company, right? So we're going to like some park as like a big sunflower field in the park. And we like, we pull up and on like the side of the hill, there's this big blanket laid out with like all kinds of shit, pictures, like pillows, like a, a picnic basket with all the food and shit in it and like, um, like champagne, all kinds of shit. Like the company comes and just sets it up and you just pull up and you just, you just have a nice picnic out on the side of a, a hill in the sun, you know? So I thought we were just going to the park to, you know, just go see the sunflowers, had a nice picnic. It was great. That's yeah. so cute. God damn. Yeah. So I have yeah, done hey. something a little like that. Because I live over by the airport, this this African girl that I used to get with. <laughs> so so she had Bro. never added Italian food. So there was a olive garden near the airport. So we... Hold up, Jeb. So uh, we uh, went and got, got Olive Garden, and then after 
after before we got a bottle of like pink wine and then we went over by where the, the airplanes take off and put a blanket up okay okay, okay. okay. you kind of tied it together at the end i mean See, introducing her Jeff, to italian Jeff food was... by giving her olive garden probably is an elite but anyway yeah, not fair well. but 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 you know i'm a baller on a budget like i mean i've got to buy some some happy operas and so guys guys this is this is going to be the funniest thing ever i just have to throw this in while i'm thinking about it and then we'll continue on with the topic I was on the phone with Mitch the other day, and he was in the grocery store. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? He was like, I have to buy beef. What, what are these numbers? I was like, what, like 80, 20, like 93, 7? Like, what do you mean? I was like, that's the amount of fat in it. Like, what, what are you buying this for anyway? He goes, I got a hamburger helper, but I didn't know, like, you had to buy the meat separately. I was like, did you think that the ground beef came in the box on the shelf? And you just, you just warmed it up in the box. <laughs> so you had to go he's like, he's like I wanted a good cheap dinner but now I'm kind of upset because it's not cheap anymore after I have to buy this ground beef bro you gotta like, yeah you gotta add meat to that powder dude I was like, like yeah, I was like did you not eat. think it was in the box like what the fuck so, so I went and bought hamburger helper and then I went home and I was showing my mom, and she's like, "You are a fucking idiot, <laughs> Mitchell. You need Mitchell. fucking hamburger meat with this. Like, why didn't you use your brain at all here? What would you do without us?" And I was like, "I'd eat hamburger helper without any hamburger. <laughs> Just pasta noodles. Yeah, Just bow tie noodles. Yeah, but." <laughs> Anyways, continuing but, on with the topic, I just thought that was a great dimension. That's awesome. That's no, a that's a refined right. palette right there. Yeah. Um. What? What can I say? I'm a. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. He's a foodie. I would. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna expose uh, this girl that I'm seeing with one of these details, uh, to some degree, but. So, I'm. You know. I. Food is, like, very important to me, obviously, um, as a living entity and organism. Um, but, like, so there have been dates that I've been on where, like, I've gotten upset. I got upset with a girl on a first date once because she refused to eat the clove of garlic out of the olive oil at the restaurant. Because they'd give you, like, roasted garlic, olive oil, and bread at the start. <laughs> and I, I immediately... Huh? Good guy, job. I immediately, I, I was like, hey, two cloves of garlic in there, two of us, let's go. And so, like, you know, I scooped the clove of garlic out, ate it, and was like, oh, so good. And I was like, are you going to have yours? And she said no. Immediately, I docked points for her. So that's the that's the pre-story the pre for the story I'm job, going to tell. Job, that is because she wanted action, and she didn't want to smell like garlic, dude. Yeah, I don't, I don't kiss on the first date. I'm a nice boy, so she didn't know that at the time, though. Um, but so I went on a first date with the current girl that I'm that I'm dating currently, um, and so we like we went out to to dinner. I do more than kiss on the first date. Hey, we know how he's you a roll, rabbit. Buddy. Yeah, he's a rabbit. Don't <laughs> so immediately. Green green flag, she orders as much food as I do, eats it. We go uh, down the road, there's like a little park, we go on a little walk, a little like nature walk, a little hike thing. 
then we're sitting in the car chatting after the walk, and she looks over at me at one point and goes, so do we want to go out and get more food? Mind you, we ate an hour ago. And so we go and we find this other spot, uh, like a taco place. We get, like, chips and guac. We get, like, a taco. What a foodie. And she literally, we're sitting at the table, and she, this is a first date, mind you. She looks at me and goes, I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to do this. Picks at the end of the, you know, at the end of our ordering apps. She picks up the bowl that the guacamole came in and is holding it to herself and is cleaning it with a chip clean that's the, that's and the i was way. like yeah i was like i think you might be the one he's, and then we still and then we still ended up ordering a tres leches cake churros we ended up ordering like three fucking desserts yeah, but, after yeah, we had where, eaten twice already where do you find these girls heaven <laughs> that's where oh so so your girlfriend is watching the podcast so <laughs> 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 well, now she oh, will be, and if she does like it, she should go down and drop a like, drop a, drop a sub. Max, what is the best date you've ever been on? Um, I don't know. What, uh, fuck, I, should, I should be thinking about that. Uh, I'm similar to, uh, to Job, I guess. For me, it was I cooked for seven hours, uh, like a massive bone broth ramen uh, for her because she never went to Japan. Uh, and she likes Japan, so I cooked her that, and then we spent seven hours talking, and um, yeah, now she's my girlfriend. So that that <laughs> would be mine. I'd be your girlfriend uh, if you me, made me I, a bone broth ramen. Sorry, I said I'd be your girlfriend if you made me a bone broth ramen. Anytime. It takes seven hours though, so I okay, okay. This is what we do. I'll send you the ranch. I'll send you the ranch. You send me the ramen. Deal. No, but to so me that moment, because she likes. <laughs> she enjoy, I enjoy cooking more than I enjoy eating. I do like eating, but I'm not a big eater. You're um, not a food And she enjoys uh, eating. So <laughs> <laughs> but I like, I love cooking. So that's kind of my, uh, actually my, my job I wanted to be was a chef, but, uh, or cook, whatever you would call it. Um, but I couldn't get behind the hours. I'll be honest. Sorry. I know it's a rough job. I know you, you know more than anybody. Um, so I enjoy cooking and she enjoys eating so and she somehow likes what I cook so that's plus point plus point and then now we're together <laughs> why can't I be dating y'all shit like um, me and, I got Mountain Dew me and Wiles. I'm taken by by a female but like not taken by a it's 2022 boy the world's that's legal yeah. that's legal we're allowed. Things are changing. So, so you need to come down to the Texas job and I'll be the mother of your ch children. <laughs> Deal? That's, that's what I need. Is well, that... anyways, guys. Is that a... A... Never mind. Go ahead. Huh? No, I was going to ask, is that a space bud behind you? Yeah. Is that a bread bud? Or is that... No, that's a harpoon. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. okay. I've been staring at it the whole episode. <laughs> so I'll sell it to you, Chubby. <laughs> I don't... I mean, again, this is, like, weird. Chubby I've been is here... my exit, like, 
liquidity. No, I told you yesterday or the day before, Jump is not your exit liquidity. Jump no, I... <laughs> Space Buds is in the same place that there are a few projects where I'm there right now. Like Clay's is another one where like by because I've been here so fucking long, I'm no longer allowing myself to buy these projects because I either have enough now or didn't get enough back then where now I just nah. I had the exact same discussion two days ago, I think with Jack, because we were talking about it. And I was like thinking about buying a space bud when they were like below 500, if even, I think, I can't even remember. And yeah. now I was like, I didn't do it because I was like, I was kind of new and I was like figuring out. And the art, like, I'll be honest, the art didn't speak to me. So I was like, um, I'm not going to go into it. But it's beautiful. And now I'm like, I should have just for like the monetary value, or just, not, not the monetary, but the nostalgic value. Like I have like a Cardano City value just because I found the mint was fucking hilarious. It was it one was of the crazy. funniest experience we had, I think, in the space back then. Besides the the, the Google Sheets and expert like the mints from uh, Cbits, um, it was the most funny thing. But I wish I had the same thing for like memory value with the space bud. But I can't justify being like, oh, I'm going to drop five k on it now because um, I did buy it back then. I can, because I still see it as five hundred dollars now. So I bought it space. for thirty eight hundred ADA. Space buds was my first. Space Buds was the first project I ever hated. That's that's how OG I am. I was I came in and they were like they were like two hundred and fifty each, two hundred and fifty eight each, and I was like, why the fuck are these so expensive when everything else is like C bits are like thirty eight a floor? I don't know if you ever know that story though, but that's how I came to your job hub Discord because we were like, I was talking to the uttermost. And then we were like talking about it, and then I, sh I, I kind of was like, I think I was kind of a bit tipsy that night. I was like, and I was like, oh, I don't like space buds, and everybody was like, all oh, like very. It was quite taboo back then, and then I somehow kind of from that discussion wound it up going into the job hub for some reason. I don't remember how. That's how what I is the job hub? And I want to go to the job hub. Everybody wants the job hub, bro. Yeah, that I still got your first test NFT you did before you did the hoppers mint. I remember that one. <laughs> Dude. The Jub Hub is like crazy history. Yeah. That that the was romance. well over a year ago. Jub, where was my invite? Huh? That was before your time, my friend. You were too young back then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't honestly I don't even know if you were you were really in the NFT community. Card on community. Like, when when, you... when was this? This, the Jub Hub kind of came into existence, like, between... It was really active between, like, August and December of 2021. Yeah. I joined the end of August, I think. Yeah. yeah. And it was pretty packed. I remember there was Marek, there was Fahadouk in it. There was, there was a lot of, like, now people that we would consider, like, massive names. Back then, we were, like, it was, it was quite a fun play. I know Marek was posting, like, almost daily in there, just talking about, oh, did you see this project? And he was the one that... Uh, he shilled in your Discord. He shilled uh, cats and doodles, like early stages of, of on Eve. Yo, yeah. And I, know I honestly, I still look at to him for like as someone who knows what's good on ETH. Like he's yeah. he's. I got to meet him at CNFT Con, dude. Holy shit! I it was so cool meeting him. Yeah, I'm still upset I didn't make it there. Well, Next guys, year. we we. 
Well, I do love learning about the Jub Hub and the history of Jub and all of his hubs. It's been about two hours and 30 minutes, so we should kind of end it there. My hub, my hub, my hub. Jeb's lovely, <laughs> lovely Cardano NFT hub. Check it out. But... <laughs> but anyways, guys, do we, you guys have any final words, anything y- y'all would like to pimp out? Uh, yeah. You you both have collections coming up, do you not? Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate shilling. I, like, hate shilling my own project because, like, yeah, it, nah. let, it, let it speak for itself. You know, explore it if you like it. Check it out. If you don't like it, Maybe show it to a friend who might, or don't. I mean, you know. If you don't like it, at least retweet. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So, do do you have a Cardano NFT project, Judd? Oh, oh yeah, I do. Yeah. (laughs) Where might people find that Cardano NFT? Just go to happyhoppers.club. That's our website. That'll bring you to our, our JPEG store uh, page through certain links. It's got our hot paper. Um, it's got our a link to our Discord on there as well. Fantastic, fantastic website. Not just because it's mine, but it is like my favorite website in Cardano NFTs. Telfire is sick. Yeah. Actually. Nice. Yeah. He's wild. Go on, Jeff. No, he's he's just super super talented, and I feel like Max might also have a NFT project he's fond of. Yeah, I'm a, I'm an underdog. I usually get when somebody see me join in Discord, everybody just throws the "Who the fuck is that guy?" meme. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a little bit of an underdog in the space, but no, we are obviously with Universe. Uh, go on Universe Twenty Five dot IO. I just say one hint is stick around next week for the law drop. You won't want to miss that. Uh, we have something sneaky, sneaky happening. Uh, so make sure to not miss that. And if if you guys achieve, like unlock that achievement, something fun will happen. So um, join us, have fun. For people waiting for four leaks, you've drank a bunch of whiskey so far. <laughs> when is Euphoria dropping, Max? When? When? Mitch, you can't just when mint him. We have a, Yeah, no, I can't do that. The when mint, I can't do because there's a... You, you'll see. Follow next week and it'll be worth it. Got yeah. it, got it. So, so anyways, oh, guys... Wait, I got, you, you I got one more thing. I got one more thing. We just showed a teaser. So, the day that this is recorded, uh, we just had a teaser drop through Angel Baby Hit Squad. We're the next airdropper, and if you own an Angel Baby, make sure that you have your wallets linked to an ADA address, and you will get some free Udon art for just holding those little baby Angel Babies. Perfect. Perfect, and we also do love what Feta Chini is doing over there. So the pasta man. maybe go buy an Angel mm-hmm. Baby yourself. But anyways, guys, it's been two hours and 30 minutes. We should end it here. So if you guys haven't made it this far, we'd love if you went down and dropped a sub. Maybe a 
follow, maybe a like, we will drop both the websites down in there. He has as well as their Twitters. So make sure to go by there if you do love the art. Go on JPEG, look it up. You guys know how to do that. And we will see you on the next episode of the Degen Report. Bye, Goodbye. Guys. Thank mm-hmm. you.